The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. to another episode of the Next of Kin podcast with Christian and Rich. Welcome back. Hope you've been listening and following us on our Facebook page as well as our Twitter page. Uh, let us know what you think on how we're doing and welcome back. This is our ninth episode and uh, things are going well in our mind. We're enjoying it. I hope you are. Uh, how you doing over there? Oh, Son doing of well. mine. Doing well. I'm ha- I have half an eye on yeah, we're podcasting right and watching soccer. Yeah, I'm, so, at the I'm same very time. professional. You know, I take this really He's, seriously. Uh, it's not even a game that we really. <laughs> no, care I just, I'm just watching about. it. So we just care that the like other loses. team wins because we hate I'm the just, one. I'm just we want hate Man United. Man United. Yeah, go Villarreal. The Dallas Cowboys of so I'm gonna react, English soccer. So I'm just gonna. You might just hear a random scream if United gets scored on. Okay. Or lose. Because <laughs> it's and about to and and I'm sure since this is not live, people will love the reference. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there'll be so For those of you that don't know anything about soccer. we talk about soccer so much on this podcast. Well, just, it's just, the, main, the main theme right, of this podcast yes. is, is uh, For those soccer. of you who don't watch European soccer that we watch. Your, uh, the real football. Real football. Just to piss people um, off. Yeah. <laughs> It's offside, not offsides. Oh my god! Just so you know, um, we if you like Man United, then you're 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 that Boring. guy that yeah you're just you took the easy route. You, you decided I'm gonna just pick the the team that everybody used to like that used to be good. Who aren't anymore? Who aren't anymore? We're just calling out United fans here. Apparently. We're calling out yes. We I'm sure a lot of them are listening. Luke Shaw is dead. Luke Shaw is dead. <laughs> All right, moving on. All I'll right, stop so referencing we're, the, this we're gonna, random yeah, you're, game. No, he's, you're going to have to pay attention a little bit over <laughs> All there, right, okay? that's time to focus. Man. It's time to Focus podcast. on the reason we're here. To watch soccer? It's, no, that's a oh, different, sorry, maybe that'll sh- be a different podcast. My short-term memory is just... We'll have to talk about the the pop culture related to soccer at some point. Because in Europe, because in England, I don't think anyone the soccer stars are the pop stars in many ways. To an extent, yeah. Yeah, they are. They're really... They're more. That's more mainstream within the culture, more than over here. Yeah, a few a few stars are obviously, but not not mm-hmm. as much. Anyway, so uh, this episode we've got actually in a sense three topics. After we do our news report, we're gonna catch up on Bad Batch. We're gonna finish up our second half of the first season of Invincible, and then we're gonna kind of talk about a lot. Um, actually, I'm gonna say by we, I'll mean you. Because I did uh, the research. Eternals. Yeah. The uh, trailer and what Eternals is. Yeah. I did a deep so dive into the, he, he, into the comic did. history, into like a little bit of the movie, uh, what information we know so far. So yes. That's the, uh, the most research I've done. And I purposely have only far. looked at it a little bit, so I'm not coming in fresh. I'm letting you mm-hmm. inform me. I am representing the audience in that way, yeah. in case you know, for those folks out there. So it's not like I was lazy and didn't do the research. I did research on other things. So yeah. I got a couple news things. All right. Let's see. As I, got know, some, I, I got some as well. I so. like to bring up things that 
that I don't care about on the news quite often because there are big news out there. So in this case, I'm going to bring up that they're bringing back uh, Sex in the City as a miniseries on HBO. Well, because I came up with a good first. I came up with a funny joke for it, at least in my mind. It's because it was Sex in the Sex and the City. I think it should be Sex and the Assisted Living. Because the women who That's are like on that 7, show, they're, I mean, they're like getting to my age. They're I, from they're, like, <laughs> they're almost as, they stabbed Caesar in the back. Yeah, they were, yes, they were, they were, I think they were young during the Carter they, administration. They, they, they fucking like, yes. helped to deliver George Washington. And I don't know who wants to watch old women for it's golden girls it's kind of like go, they're golden girls i don't know who now. wanted to watch that either well, well golden girls like they weren't trying to be sexy like these are women that were well, that was the joke as they were but it, it was like it was on a, it was ironic who golden is sexy girls. no that was the joke is that because they, they talked about sex and shit in golden girls yes but, but, it was, but the joke nobody was thought that, any of them no, were obviously, sexy obviously that's not what i'm, that's not what I'm saying i'm no, saying I'm, the joke was ironic because like nobody because yes. they were talking about it but it was funny because they weren't because they were old right but whereas like i don't think it's going to be that when they bring back these six-year-old right. women to put in Sex in the City. I saw a funny meme the other day that like Betty White used to play an old person on a show like 45 years ago. Yeah, and she still <laughs> she, is. She still. It, she's just old, not God really old her. now. I don't think anyone. Needs, I think everyone else is probably passed from that. Cast. I have no idea. Uh, because again, they weren't young one then. So, anyways, so and they, the only reason I saw that was because uh, Mr. Big, who's uh, Chris Noth, who's uh, you know, on uh, he is on the Equalizer on CBS now. He's also plays a weird Trumpian type character on Doctor Who. Um, oh, yeah. So he, Chris Knott's been around for a lot of years. I like Chris Knott. I think he's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a guy that you notice like his face, but you have no idea what his name is. Uh, Chris Knott. Yeah. He's only, he's, well, he's, I know, but like, like if, like I said, like for I don't even think most people will know who Chris Noth is, but like he was you, on Law and Order. Face, for, be like, oh, okay, he was like, on two different incarnations of Law and Order. Oh, yeah, he was Law. He was so, one of the cops on what, Criminal Intent. No, yeah. he was. Well, no, they brought. He was on the original Law and Order, and then they he was sent off of the show for I think he wanted to go do other things, and oh, then okay. when they were trying to revamp the uh, Criminal Intent uh, show, they brought him in yeah, as yeah. kind of a... They had an interesting philosophy in that show where like, you had Gorn the one week, uh, you know, who plays... Um, uh, what's his name? Who plays Kingpin. Yeah. As, uh, was on one week, and then the next week you'd have... Yeah, that was Chris Criminal Intent. On. Yeah, and yeah, that was Criminal Intent. That's what I said. And they, right, no, I <laughs> agreed with you. And oh, then okay. they also remember had... Uh, ooh, they had he was on for a while, too. <laughs> from, from Thor Ragnarok. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, they, oh yeah. They, that, that was, was a different a show, wasn't it? No, that was all Criminal Intent. They oh, rotated right, yeah. a couple different stars through that show. Mm-hmm. It was that, it was kind true, of yeah. it was kind of a. Oh, I was thinking of the Forrest Whitaker one that lasted like one season. Uh, I don't even know that one. There so. was like a Forrest Whitaker one that literally lasted like one season, I believe. I don't remember that. Yeah. So, so I don't know who's watching that. I'm the same people that watched the original show, um, but I mm-hmm. don't know why they keep bringing that back. Uh, and to be honest, oh, the other one was that uh, they released uh, that uh, No Time to Die will be released only in theaters. On that's o- the new James Bond. One. Yes, okay, the new good. James Bond on October. James 8th. Bond shouldn't be first seen. Like that's no, I don't want to lie. A, I would be that is something screen. that and our local Regal opened up, and I want to go. Yeah. I want to. I don't know what they have, but I'd like to go see something in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Buy some, you know, really expensive popcorn. And that's pretty much all I had for news. There really was yeah. I mean, there was a lot of like Ariana Grande type news this week, and I didn't even I just like celebrity skimmed, news. Yes, like boring. Like celebrity she got married news. or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just randomly see stuff, and I I don't know. Some people were very upset because uh, 
what's her face identified as being something and people got very Who? upset. I don't even know. Somebody identified as Oh, you're talking about uh Ellie uh, Ellie Page? Or? No, not Ellie Page. No, Ellie, it's Elliot Page now cuz he cuz he, ch- he came yes, out. No, that was even, I didn't know about that one. No, Elliot Page uh like yeah, she's a uh, Oh, well, he I think is. it was one of the Disney people that that identified as something. I don't know. I, I, oh, I, you're talking about Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato's like what she said she was pansexual, pansexual or, not, or non-binary. Yeah, one binary of the two. Or one of the two yeah. And, I, and I don't. I mean, I don't I, care. Do I don't care. Want, Anybody like. can do whatever they want. I, I'm not gonna. I, I, I just can't stand the the people that react to it like it matters to them. Yeah, like they're, it, are like they it a Demi Lovato fan or are they an Ariana? Like, like why does it matter that like Demi Lovato listening? says this, yes. or why does it matter that uh, Elliot Page? Right. It feels more comfortable, or is in its own mind, like or I don't. Know, I, I I hate talking if, about it because I like right. I sound like I'm probably being stupid here, but no. Like anyway, do what you want. Like it doesn't matter. Well, if it's anyone. a singer, and if you like the way they sing, does it matter if their gender is? Yeah, like just do it. Like I mean, if you didn't know what their gender was, if I listened to some singer and I couldn't tell if it was yeah. a man or a woman or what their sexual preferences, does yeah. it matter? Anyway, it, my my thing is I uh, dislike I dislike when people like I don't know are bring up a cause stick. For like stuff that people are doing in their right. own like personal life that have absolutely no impact on how you live your life. Right. If it's not hurting you and they're not hurting yeah. you and they're what I don't know why. Like, you if care. your belief system is against, it's cool. You don't do it. But I, like, I, which again, you're like, yeah, it's there's stupid, probably a lot anyway. of people who don't believe in your belief system. Exactly. And then you don't see them ramping up on you. That's so. why this is a free country. Like, okay. I'm um, see. We can agree on things like that. We do agree on our multi generational approach to this. Actually, yeah. we, we it's just know, common we, sense. Like, just let people live their lives and be yeah. happy. Who cares? Yeah, like, let people do what they want. Yeah, just stop worrying about it and watch more Marvel movies. <laughs> watch <laughs> more Marvel just movies. Sit down and and there'll be, be world peace. Dude, you got to chill. If we only just sat together just and watched chill, the MCU. Man. Look, look how the world came together at the end of Endgame, man. <laughs> at the end of Endgame. Man. Look at that, man. Look how everybody was together when they were. We were all, all right. We were all brothers, man. All right. Did they have any more news? I was. Uh, there was my two things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. I looked. I was like, great. boring, That's, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Don't care. Well, I found more than you. So. I'm sure you did because you right. actually. I'm still working 13 hours a day. Yeah. Right no, now. I work I'm so long dying. too, man. I'm you know, dying just... right now. <laughs> I am. I'm physically worked. Ah, uh, you'll be fine. And that's America. Get over it, old man. Work, old man. You got to... You're supposed to work till you die, well, and that's what I, everyone should That may want. accelerate. Identify the as your job. Six and hours. Else. Six days last week at 13 hours. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's it called? One of those, um, my, I have a better news. One of those uh, spinoff Marvel, oh, not Marvel, uh, Star Wars shows that they're planning for yes. Disney Plus. One of them was canceled, or at least, okay. is, or what they said was not currently in active development. That was Rangers of the New Republic, which, okay. which felt out of place to me by itself. Anyway, in right. the whole lineup that they had, like it did, was the least interesting of the bunch. But that's mostly because, of, yeah, because what's your face is I, yeah, I totally canceled. For, I totally forgot. Yeah, <laughs> because he said, uh, that's what happens when you spread propaganda. Yes. Um, but. And say dumb stuff. Oh, I thought of news that I have to bring up. Oh, we'll go ahead. Okay. Well, let, let me finish we'll my other thing. But anyway, yeah. that's not currently in active development. Yeah. They were talking about uh, trying to find a replacement character for her character. Like they were going to maybe yes. do a live action version of uh, Harrison right. Dula, who's like a Twi'lek alien character from like Star Wars Rebels, the cartoon show. Uh, so they were talking about maybe replacing her character with that, which would have fit well. But honestly, like out of all the mo- out of like Jango Fett and Ahsoka, not Jango Fett, Boba Fett show. The Ahsoka show, the yeah. Mandalorian itself, like some of the other spinoff shows we're talking about, that's easily the most least interesting to me. Yep. Because it's also the one that seems to be like most connected to like the sequel trilogy in my mind. And I'm like, I don't want to be anything near the sequel trilogy, to right. be honest. So, yeah. 
Uh, other other Star Wars related news: Dave Filoni was promoted to executive creative director of Lucasfilm a year I felt, ago. Was, I felt like I it knew. was a year ago, but like apparently people just discovered no, it, or they just changed the website. Like now, to, they updated to the it. website. Yeah, it's nice to know that there's nobody at Disney. It's good to know that he's got the... that updates the website. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. It's of, a too much fourteen for them, you know? zillion dollar corporation, and they don't got like it's some, too much to change. The they text, don't have an okay? intern to update the website. Yeah. Anyway, I update Twitter my discovered, Yeah, Twitter yes. discovered Twitter that. Like, oh, look at that. It's Who good catches to, that? I mean, it's a good, it's a smart decision, though. <laughs> like, the merits of it make a lot of sense. But it was funny. Like, congratulations, yeah. Dave. Something that happened eight months ago. He's one of the only people in the damn leadership well, at, at yes. Lucasfilm that people act, but the fans actually seem maybe to they didn't. Maybe like, no one had told Kathleen Kennedy. It's just him. And, yeah, they, 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 they just didn't they, tell They Kathleen had to wait Kennedy. until Kathleen Kennedy had, like, gone on, like, left the office or something. Because basically, like, he's the only guy from, like, before Disney bought, um... Lucasfilm that has like any say because he was obviously right. working on Clone Wars even before like Disney bought Lucasfilm. Yes. And, and if there's anybody, and he's the only one who's really survived, at least that I know of. I'm sure there's some behind the scenes people that are still there, but like he's like really the only one that like in leader because like obviously like Abrams was a horrible choice in hindsight. Uh, Ryan Johnson was a horrible choice in hindsight. Kathleen Kennedy herself was a horrible choice in hindsight to have anything right. to do with Star Wars. I predicted Kathleen Kennedy was a terrible choice. Oh, well, she obviously never knew anything about it. I said she's like, not a Star you Wars. A, person. You needed a Kevin Feige type like Marvel has you need, who knows. The you need just, fan. Exactly. It's a fan thing. Mm-hmm. It's someone who's got to understand the canon. And considering they did so well with it, I know. It was like early. in the Star Trek universe, yeah. the best TV director that they have for the show is Jonathan Frakes, yeah. who plays number one on Next Generation. He's yeah. the best director they have because he understands the whole thing. He's mm-hmm. a he's a he's a convention guy. He you know he's totally into the to the lore of Star Trek. And yeah. He makes a great director. My favorite episodes are the ones that he directs. Yeah. And I got, that's my start. Can I, I, can I, that's my news. What's your news? J.J. Uh, Abrams. What about Abrams? Did you see it, that he admitted? Oh, I did see that. That today, maybe yeah. he should have planned out maybe the trilogy. Maybe we should trilogy. Which again, they <laughs> they told us in the past that they had planned the trilogy, which they absolutely did not. <sighs> so they lied. Why did you say that? Again. Why did you say that, JJ? Because again, that that like we're I'm not, we're not getting into Star Wars I know, today. We're not. But it was new, so it was yeah, like so we're uh, other. Were, I have yeah, another. JJ, have I have another JJ Abrams. Why do we he, talk about JJ Abrams every week on the show? I know because how does he like? Why is he in the news every week? Because he's a Funko Pop. That's why. All right, JJ Abrams. We only talk about people that have Funko. All right, J.J. Abrams says a Portal movie adaptation is still in development. Portal's a – do you know what Portal is? Go ahead. I Portal think. is like a single-player game. Yes. It's kind of like, oh, okay. like a puzzle game. It's like you have like a Portal gun and you have to like do all these different puzzles of like – So it's like we're going to have a movie about Tetris And you're trying to move your way through like this obstacle okay. course. And But here's the thing. is like there's, There is a plot to the game, but there's not a lot of plot to the game. It's a really good game. So it sounds game. like another video but game another turned video game into that, a movie yeah, that's going to suck. That shouldn't be. Yes. Although to be fair, if you want to make Portal into a game, Portal is actually one that probably should just be a movie and not a series. Where most video games that they try to turn into movies should be series. Right. So honestly, I, I, I don't know. I don't that. know what story you're going to give it. Well, except Mario Brothers. Like the second one is a little bit more of a no story because at least to there's be anything. Because the first one's literally like there's like three characters in the first game. That's it. Inky, like, Binky, and Clyde. No, I don't even remember that because I haven't played the game in years. <laughs> That's Pac-Man. Like, I know you're 22, so you Pac- know, Pac-Man characters have names. Inky, Binky, and Clyde were the ghosts. Why? Why is it Inky, Binky, and then they like changed it? Because they were being ironic. I don't know. I didn't meet the what guy. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what was ironic about that? I don't know because it didn't rhyme. They were like, "Oh, we're ah. we're so smart. We didn't have the third because Inky, Binky, and Stinky. Oh no, let's yeah. go with Clyde. Amazing. It's funnier." Then we got what else? Henry Cavill is set to play the lead in a Highlander reboot. Yes, actually, that I did see that. 
Highlanders are pretty cool. I have series. no idea what Highlanders. Okay, Highlander got to go back. So Highlanders, a Scottish, Scottish Highlander yeah, okay, yeah. thing. Yeah. The movie is really cool. Sean Connery's in the film, and um, the guy who played Let's get the most Tarzan guy in uh, Tarzan. Um, Greystone, something of the apes or something was the star of that. Yeah. I can't think of the actor's name at the moment. And it, and it, they did a couple, two, a couple movies, and then eventually it was turned into a um, series, uh, syndicated series, yeah. kind of around the same time. Next Generation is on. And what's cool about the Highlanders and the the guys in that thing is that. Uh, eventually there can only be one. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that uh, eventually they all have to fight and kill each other till there's only one left. Yeah. So, the, and it's, and they're, they're eternal. They live oh, okay. until they die. And the only way you can kill them is to cut their head off. Oh, that's interesting. So it, Sean Connery, well, so that's, that's very, that's it's very a, fitting it's a, for Cavill, to be honest. He, he's a hot commodity right now. He, where everyone wants to be it, like, well, he's in the Witcher. Marvel are talking about that since like DC are kind of right. seem to be bending him off. That like Marvel's going to try and take advantage of that. He, and cast he's him as, like, he Captain really Britain is. Or something. Of all the things we see, like a lot of things, and he got better too. Like in everything he's been in. Yeah, like, like if you think of all the things, even like Man from Uncle. Yeah, with like, Christopher uh, Lambert. Thing, I looked it yeah. up. So Christopher Lambert. You know, if you if you think of the the lore of that, mm-hmm. um, the film kind of takes place in the past, and then it ends up even modernizing um, in the 20th century. And this movie came out in '86. So yeah. and it was and again the series went on into the '90s. But Lampard even. Uh, appeared in the series later on, which was mm-hmm. a big deal. I remember watching the series, and when when Christopher Lambert actually appeared, he kind of ended up kind of almost doing kind of a Sean Connery version, where he was kind of mentor of the star of the show for a couple yeah, episodes, yeah. and then eventually like, um, and then there was always these ongoing, you know, some it was some of the other Highlanders were friends, and they mm-hmm. you know they would support each other, but then eventually you know kind You'd of have a, to get a, a, no to no it. they would never get around they never kill each other, oh, but. Okay. Eventually, one of the enemies would come up, and you know, maybe one of their friends would get killed, and then eventually he would wipe out that bad guy. Mm-hmm. So there was always bad guys, and they they were never very clear on how many were left. Okay. Uh, they even went into some TV series, and I think there was even a couple TV movies after that. And I don't, I think they finally wrapped it up, but I I lost track. That's one of those shows I lost track. Yeah, but it was yeah. actually very good. And if you, it, it, no, it, it sounds interesting it, by the little you, bit you've said. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was pretty, um, and it was what was cool about it. It wasn't it was episodic and. and in somewhat in nature, but then it really became more as the show went on, kind of mm-hmm. like other shows I've talked about, really kind of became more epic. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like a one-off, and it, you know, it was a lot. It wasn't super serious. It was it was a fun show. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, he would be very good at that. Henry Cavill, you know. Um, yeah. And then I just have one last piece of news. Yes. Uh, they're doing another Game of Thrones spinoff, apparently. Yes. Uh, they're doing a Game of Thrones spinoff called A Thousand Chips, which is in, is now in development at HBO. Um, the person that it's going to be, like, I think they've given writing, uh, like they've given the project, they try to like give a treatment of. Okay. They've given it to someone called Amanda Siegel, who I think is most known for Person of Interest, is yes. the show. Yes, yes, she is. Yes. Uh, and that's supposed to be about Princess Nymira, who's like an ancient warrior um, from like kind of like the eastern continent uh, in, not the eastern, what is that? No, I think it's the western continent in, um, no, it is the eastern continent in um, Game of Thrones, like in the... Like that we spent oh, so a lot we're not going to hear about we're not going to learn about Easteros. It's Essos or whatever. I think it's no, no, because we Westeros. I mean, it's literally called Essos. We had so. Westeros, so I figured yeah, it's we had Westeros Easteros. and Esto and Essos, and so like the two big North-Ros. continents. But yeah, she. But basically, it's um. You remember like uh, 
Arya's dog, like Arya's direwolf. Yes. Arya's direwolf was named Nymira oh. a- after the character okay. uh, that is. She's like a warrior princess, essentially. Got so, it. again, I don't know much about it. Um, I think she has a lot of interaction with like House Martell, which is like pe- what Pedro right. Pascal's character was when he was in the show. Right. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think they're just doing a treatment and they're going to see if like. They like it because they they like they said they there was at one point there was five um, ideas they had for uh, different Game of Thrones spinoff. Right now, the only one that's been like approved and actually started to film and stuff is uh, House of the Dragon. I think it's right. called, right. which is going to be out next year. But I'm always down for a little bit more Game of Thrones, especially like if you're going to explore some different eras and stuff too. I like that it's like far, far, far of the past too. Yeah, this one's a pretty. This one, this one's going to be even farther back than. Um, then uh, House of the Dragon, which is only like 300 years in the past from Game of Thrones. Like, this one will be a couple thousand years removed, I think. Right. And I think they were going to do a Long Night one at one point, but I think that one ended up getting canceled. But Right. Okay. But anyway, yeah, that's all I have for that one. I just thought that was interesting. But, uh, right. All right, now we're going to get into Bad Batch first? Sure. All right. What'd you think of it? Uh, I liked that episode a lot. Yeah, that was that was better than the last one. Yeah, definitely better than the... Um, definitely in the, in the... Yes. It was um, it was more of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of good action in it. Um, yeah, a lot and, of action. And, and I think uh, it it introduces uh, it op- brings they bring a, back Fennec, who yeah. was who was first introduced to us in Mandalorian, and they inter- same voice, same actress is doing the voice act work, and uh, right. basically she's trying to uh, uh, she's basically look, looking for the Bad Batch, and specifically she's trying to get Echo, or not Echo, not Echo, uh, Omega, Omega, the the kid, yes. And basically the entire episode is just, like, protecting her. You get a little bit more of the episode of, like, Omega experiencing new things because I believe right. they're on, like, a, they're on Pantora. Yes. Which is, uh, we've never been to Pantora before. We've been on a moon of Pantora in, uh, I believe it was the first season, actually, of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, we were there and they, they found, like, a, a sentient species who they never knew lived on the planet before. And the Pantorans had like dominion over it, so there's a little like proxy war between right. like the Pantorans okay. who were a little like a uh, little bit racist towards this new species, and then the Jedi had to like kind of mediate it. And, Wait, like, the Empire's racist? No, no, this was the Republic actually. Oh, the but, Republic but there, which, was racist. Which, yes, uh, <laughs> spoiler, but <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Shock! I'm shocked. There's a, there's, there's a reason that all the separatists. I'm shocked villi- to see that there's gambling yeah. going on in this establishment. There's a reason that basically all the separatist villains are depicted as alien races, like that are not humanoid. Whereas the leadership of, uh, like, it's all like all the, like think of all the senators that you can think of when you think of. Uh, there's a couple ones you get more you get introduced to in like the Clone Wars, but in the movies you get introduced to like okay, Padme Amidala, that's a human. Right. Ba- Bail Organa, human. Uh, Chan- the Chancellor's a human. Well, no, even I think, Mon Mothma you get introduced to for like one you scene in like three, and she's human as well. When you so, think about it, I think the concept. Here's the funny thing about it: I think that was just clearly because of production, mm-hmm. but they took but production they, yeah, exactly. They took production and they turned it in. They took it and said, you know what? We don't really have any minorities in here, and we mm-hmm. don't really have. So you know what? Let's. let's Although some of like the, some of the minorities, run with like that. for instance, like whatever, like the guys, the alien dudes that are like the, from the Trade Federation. And no, the I don't mean that. Have, like such a horrible. Oh like, my god! Yeah, it's so bad. And then like you watch that now, and it's like, uh, uh change the. Is he, did, did someone go and re-edit this yeah. and take out the voice and put a different voice in? Mm-hmm. It's like I wonder what races they're trying to mock here. I wonder what they're doing. It's like it's like whoa, little too on the nose, buddy. Yeah, oh, you guys, you the nose joke there. There you go. So, 
Uh, yeah, there wasn't too much that happened. I, you know what? Besides, no, it was just I, a lot of I, action. I do like the. Uh, there were some funny bits. Yeah, I like the f- the bit when they were trying to get money, and so he basically sewed Echo, making people think he was a robot. <laughs> Although like, Echo's and, robot costume is really cool, and he's like, "Wait a second, you're that's all you're going to try to get from me? I'm worth so much more than I'm that. Worth so much more money than this." And then we get to meet like uh, well, I think one of C three PO's ex girlfriends. No, you know, like what did you realize? There's like probably a million like CG sixty seven man protocols droids in the universe, and they don't know they don't all know each other. They all know each other. I don't think they it's do. like when you go on vacation and and you meet somebody, and they're like, "Oh, oh, you're where you're from? Oh, Niagara Falls? Oh." Do you know Dave from Niagara Falls? And I'm like, yeah, I yeah, know, there's, like the there's 40,000 people in my city. No, I don't know everybody. Do you know Dave? Well, people do that all the time. Like, oh, uh, where's your brother from? He's living in, my brother-in-law lives in Vegas. And they're like, oh, does he know? I, does I, he know well, this? I Vegas is a city of 200,000. And I don't know who he knows. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do I know? I go, although in like Las Vegas, a lot of the yeah. people that know each other from like the yeah. original towns, they all seem to end up knowing each other anyway. Yeah, that's kind of weird, yeah. They, they, they plus, all go to the same to bar fair, to watch to the Sabres fair, or something. there's a lot of Niagara people from Niagara Falls that do, and from Western New York in general, that do live in like... Florida now. Florida, Charleston. Like, yeah, Florida, like, Charleston, yeah, and like yeah. Vegas is the big one. Vegas is definitely a big one. They all and they all go. They all, it's funny because when yeah. my brother lived in Vegas for a number of years, they would all go to the same bar to watch the Sabres. Watch together, Sabres, yeah. Or the Bills and a you know and Sunday other, morning and, at like nine o'clock. All right, in the quick morning. tangent. I'm watching yep. this stupid game. Yeah, any updates um, on the game? It, even though this isn't a live it's podcast, it's currently eight eight. On penalties, they've scored eight each. Oh my god! And there's been no misses I hate or the no Europa saves. League. It's such a terrible experience. And that's nine for Viriel. Okay. Their entire squad is going to score a PK at yes. this rate. Well, then, then they have to, when they run out of people, then, then they, they have to start over. No, they actually, the fans from the audience. The fans they get, get the, all right, they, they, they pick yeah. one out. Coaching staff. Good. Let the coaching staff. Oh, let, the penalties are let, getting worse, but the let, goalkeeping sucks. Let the so. kit guy come in and take a the shot. The kit guy is the, next. Everybody loves shout, the We're going to make it to the goalies. The we're going to get to take care of the soon. shoes on that. The goalies. Are we stopping take... this podcast for a moment? I mean, I, I mean, I don't mean stopping recording. Are we like, am I supposed to wait while you're watching penalties over no, here? No, I'm just like half guys. Half nobody, it. I guess it's not even live. But they care so, about the the updates. They don't care about a show that they're watching this in a month. Oh, my God. This is awful. Okay, right, moving on. Let's, oh my, it's it's it, this is like when you're supposed to be doing your homework when you're in high school, and I'm yelling, "Stop, go your homework!" <laughs> All right. right, so yeah, well, what else happened in that episode? It, really, you know, it was a good episode. It was There's good, not but it was that much a lot of action, though. It, it's a lot of like who's looking for Omega, yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. You know, they obviously, I think they just hired. Yeah, we're getting to the more fillery kind of episodes, I think. Yeah, now. but I, also, like, I think we're going to see Fennec a lot this season. I, I think, think she's we're going to her a lot. Trail. And it was fun to see her because I like the actress that plays her. She was yeah. big on Battlestar Galactica and some other she things. She was also so. on, a, she was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as yeah, well. Yeah, she's. That was kind of yeah, her biggest she's, she's thing recently. She's a great voice actress. That's she was, been on, on she was, for a long she was time. the voice actress for Mulan. I did not the know. Original, that. For the original Mulan. The original Mulan, yeah, not that new one, not the new one that sucks. Just, well, no one saw it, so we n- don't know if it sucks. It, but it, I, it sucks I because guessed. there's no Mushu. <laughs> Mushu. We really should rant the about best Mushu Disney at some character point. Of all time, we're gonna do a whole episode. Just we're gonna about do a whole Mushu thing on the genius of any Murphy. Not even playing. about not even about Mulan. Just no, about, no, just Mushu. Just Mushu, okay. I, the best sidekick ever in Disney. He's the best character, okay. He's not the best. He's character. the best character. He's I the deepest so. backstory in the deep, the, the most, deepest the most broken history. The most broken. <laughs> there's a random guy the comeback story. Yeah, like the there's decade. a random guy with an American accent. In, <laughs> in, ancient in ancient China, in ancient China, and, and he and he sounds like the deepest and he lore. Sounds like the the donkey from uh, Shrek. 
The donkey from Shrek. Because yeah. that's his other group. I don't care. Mushu's role. better than Donkey. Uh, yeah, Mushu could I think def- people will disagree with me on Mushu that. Mushu could kick donkey. Donkey's ass in a fight without a question. Yeah. All right. So I think that's really all we really yeah, need to we, talk we about. Yeah, we got other Bad things Batch. we're going to go on. So Bad Batch, again, I think it's a... To, to sum it up, they're looking for Omega. Yes. Fennec in it. And uh, Echo has a cool robot costume. That's like about what I got from that episode. But it's enjoyable. It was a good episode. And I think it just, it just, it's just another rebuilding up, building up, yeah. building up. And this show is no we- annoying to watch for like... Like the only thing I dressed once from, a week. It's like yeah, and it's, it's like of, only twenty. And like the first episode was cool because it was like okay, the first episode was literally over an hour. Right now we're and now we're on to like these twenty-three minute episodes, and it's kind and, of annoying. And I'm like, you just like you and I get and I get the method of like okay, we want there to be hype each week, but for right. a, a, the cartoon show, I don't it, think you need it. It doesn't work. You it, should release multiple ones at once, or like you, or like you, or I don't get why some of these because obviously each streaming service is kind of picking between two models right now right. to either release everything at once, like Amazon. Or like uh, like Netflix do, or do we do like weekly things, which is like what Disney Plus does, right? Um, which but why can't you do a mix? I don't know. You should contact and, the, and Variel the, have won the Europa League final yes, because De Gea missed the PK. F you, they fought, they got to, they literally got to the keepers. Glory, glory, Man United. It, the, the, the penalty score I've never seen this ever is eleven ten. That's great. It's usually like usually doesn't get past five. This is this is for, this is a great moment for us. Because we don't like well, the team we're that city fans. We're Manchester City we're Manchester fans. City and fans. Manchester United has lost, yes. and their season sucks now. And every they've accomplished nothing this year. Congratulations! Shout out to my United friend I'm Alan. Year of Screw nothing. you! You've lost. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to watch listen to this, but but now he's you. Not, definitely not going to listen to it now. <laughs> Why are you calling me out, brother? I'm calling him out. So. Right, right, so yeah, do... so back to Bad Batch. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> sorry for <laughs> sorry for the weird. No, nah, this is maybe perfect. we should have just waited until we could have just told podcast, told okay? them we were going to come a half an hour later, we or we didn't should've. know they were going to go to penalties, yeah, this, which takes all this extra I, I time. I blame the Europa League. It is no, I blame United Man United and Villarreal. It's all Man United's like, fault. Like so, go comment on so, their Instagrams why they suck ruining our podcast. Okay, okay like, it's yeah. not our fault that I'm I'm distracted. If they were a better team, they would they would have they would have done would have not be Wasting people's time listening to a podcast. <laughs> Though this was a podcast about pop no, culture. No, it's a soccer podcast now. We're going to talk about Messi and Ronaldo. No, we're that's not. that's the only people uh, that people know. It's the only people. And Neymar. Neymar. All right. We're done, I think I don't even Bad Batch. We were done with Bad Batch. Yeah, we can move on to Invincible that, now. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, we watched the second half of Invincible. You liked it better. Uh, and I did say that I enjoyed the first half. But I enjoyed the second half immensely, and mm. it totally departed from my whole conversation last time about the boys because it then it found itself. It yeah. found itself, and it's a completely different product. Um, once it kind of it gets its legs moving, the main thing that I think that they did in the second half of the season was the world building, they did a really uh, good universe building, because obviously it takes place outside Earth. So the universe building of what goes on in this uh, this. Earth universe yeah. of superheroes uh, was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we they also found did a really good that, job of, uh, yeah. I would say, like subverting expectations. I don't know. Yep. Like each episode had a really different subversion. Of I mean, yeah, if you think, oh, he's going to have to fight his dad, and you knew that was going to have to eventually, eventually happen, yeah. but it, it takes a completely different turn. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. in the last episode of the first season when that finally gets to that point, but there's a lot of things that uh, build up well. Um, even some of the that, side stories are really good. Well, like, like Cecil, I thought we were going to find like out Cecil, Cecil was going to be like a really 
big jerk. Yeah. And it turns no, out Cecil's like, dude, like, like he turns out, well, you know, he's not like he's not a, he's not manipulative like mm-hmm. like Nick Fury. He's just trying to do his job the best he can. Yeah, he's just trying to protect people. And, and he really is very he tries to take care of his people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it was really good. I mean, there's obviously we're just kind of talking about the whole thing, not an episode yeah. by episode. He almost dies in basically every episode of the last four. Episodes. He's yeah, he's definitely not he gets invincible. His ass kicked, like, he, a lot. Yeah, well, he gets really, really should have got his ass kicked in by the episode five, which is Thundercat like, when he fights the Thundercat. Yeah, the Thundercat big tiger, <laughs> like big like albino tiger looking dude with a big. Hammer. I was like, Thundercats are gone. Literally, like like blasts a hole in his like torso. Yes, like he killed a lot of people in that fight. That was an interesting, that was an interesting episode too, where like he was trying. Yeah, like, to, it like, was like a, it took a very typical like story of like, okay, I'm a big time superhero. I don't deal with just city level stuff. I deal with right. saving the world. And then he tries and goes and deals with like, I got like say it's like a kingpin almost. Well, and also of, like, he, the city, right? And he also it was, like, it was much more local problems than right. like the local suffering that is being caused. Right, and, and yet, it was kind of set up that the guy that he was trying to help out was being manipulated. Yeah, and he or was, he's being used for his power, right. and like they knew where his family was. And, and all it this turns out that was all a big scam. It was all a ruse, but but also it seemed like that dude also did want to do better for the city as well, though it seemed like. But he he used Invincible and nearly got Invincible killed though right. to get that goal across. Right, because obviously the I think it was what was his name like Robot Head or something. Yes, or like or yeah, it was Robot. No, and that face. wasn't Robot Head. It was. Um... I forget what the guy's metal name head. was. Metalhead. It was Metalhead. <laughs> which is like, and he was just like, a, I think it was an actual robot, which was like weird. Yes, but right. And then, ran. and then that the fight scene, that fight money. scene when all the the new guardians uh, showed yeah. up, guardians of the globe show up. That's a really good fight scene. Yeah. Um, and two of them get burned. Like we said, I thought they were all. I, thought, I literally thought like Invincible was dead. I thought that. Uh, uh, Monster Girl Monster was Girl dead because she dead. literally got like her skull like fi- like the yeah, skin well, I, off her right. face in monster form right and like it, like when the monster you could see like the skull like just right. out by itself and then there was the other guy too that I'm forgetting his name uh, the guy who doesn't have powers but has like the mech suit oh yeah and he actually ripped he got, suit off. he got beat up so bad that he got his powers back like yes. that's <laughs> that's yeah, how like, like that's, he had to like that's the only way they were able to save him in the thing yeah, um, yeah I mean it was really cool and then I think that they built up. Uh, the tension between uh, Omni Man and his wife. Yeah, that, and, that, that um, they advance that really slowly and really. Yeah. They, there like, was a really tense. cool, good, creepy episode in there that ended up being important with the when they went to visit the college. Yeah, that's the second one after. And, like, um, after he's healed, and if he's and, yeah. he's and he got so beaten that he's like almost like I want to go to college now. I don't want to be a superhero anymore right. because like he literally almost died. Like and it was like a severe beating. Like. So he's trying to reconnect with his girlfriend, and he goes with his, you know, his, the, his friend to visit. And there, it turns out there's a weird guy on kid on a campus that's, that's doing experimental, and then he. And it's a cool episode. I mean, oh, and like the beginning know. of the the beginning scene is like the voice actor from like Rick and Morty, right? Uh, Justin Rowland, I think the guy's name is, and, like, oh, the, and he's the... like, and he's like a Chad, like like yeah, right, just like right, it's right. my parents. So he runs the pharmaceutical company. He's like, didn't your dad like raise the prices on? He's like drunk. He's like, didn't your dad like raise the prices on like all those medicines that people need? He's like, yeah, totally did. Made a ton of money. <laughs> yeah. And like, then that guy gets his. It's like, who wants an? Yeah. Who wants to have? A, and that guy me. kills himself when he realizes what happened. To yeah, him. like he sees like. His, um, his face, and he's and he's like so horrified by like what he's done, to, like what the guy's done to his body, and like right. that he like literally impales himself on like a statue. Right, and it's it's an interesting episode in terms of that, and uh, you know, and then that ends up being a really good fight too. Yeah, I mean, and then obviously uh, his friend learns about his identity, well, and, we the girl, realized, and the girlfriend, and we realized the girlfriend knew all along, and was now just disappointed that she didn't tell her. Right, and that we kept, he kept lying and lying and lying about right. it. 
And that, you know, and then that leads to the next episode. And yeah, then, you those know. episodes are both really good as well. But, like, look, we the, the bulk of our talk has to be about the last two because those are the two best episodes. Well, they, they finally get to the point where yeah. um, the wife essentially... She takes the. She finds like the suit that has all the right. blood in it, and she's basically trying to take it to. She takes it to Mark Hamill. To Mark Hamill's character, yeah, Mark Hamill's character, and uh, eventually, like, uh, she confronts him about it. She confronts Vomity Man about it directly, and he like, lit- and she kicks him out of the house essentially, and uh, and the second he leaves, basically, uh, what's his name. Cecil comes in with his guys and literally right. like gets her out of there as quick as possible. Because they now we, yeah. they know she she's in he's in danger. And then we get like he's and trying to really, find, he's trying right. to find Mark the entire episode Omni Man. Right. And because and like I said, they don't know where Omni Man stands. They don't know where Mark stands yet on this. We don't know like who, if he's going to side with his father. We don't know if like he even knows what's going on at this point. So like when this other part we have like uh, Mark uh, Invincible talking with like Adam Eve, who are both kind of going through their own little like. Right. Soul searching of what they want to do, like who they want to protect. That was a cool subplot too, where she decides that she doesn't need. She can to use, use her powers. She can, she can use her powers to fight people. She can she literally can create and, matter. She, she can like irrigate you know, crops. Yeah, which can, was an interesting she can question. Feed people, like yeah, right. I don't have to wait around for like an alien to come and try to destroy the world. I can or, like, do things, villain. and it's funny because we never that actually matter. Well, because like let's let's extend that. So like if think of think of you know the X Men universe and think of what's her name. Um storm right? storm why can't she go to the desert and make it rain crops. yeah like instead of just worrying about like teaching kids yeah, yeah, in yeah, school they explore some unique like concepts it was an interest like, and i never was like a humanitarian and i guess instead right, of, like i don't right, need to fight people right. like i can just go use my powers to like yeah i can like, irrigate things and like, i can you know she did a bunch of cool things give and people I thought, shelter like all this you know, you can trees make, and, you can make matter like yes right you know what's transform man yeah she's uh matter can neither be created nor destroyed that's true yeah she just can manipulate. Matter. She has transmutation, like that's a trans transmutation. That's what that's called. Yeah. Yes. But that yeah, that was a cool subplot. No, that was a cool subplot, and but then basically they, that entire episode yes. is just um, a Cecil throwing literally everything in the world. That they one episode's pretty good. Omni-Man like everything, and showing like just yes. how much of a badass. Every and, like, how and then scary Omni because Omni Man's scary. Like he's just, he's the scariest he's super, like supervillain like almost ever. Yeah. Like I've seen. Like, yeah. Like well, he does some awful things in the next episode when Mark finally confronts him. Mm-hmm. Well, also, we have a, one more side story that I probably should get to before we get to sure. like, the main plot is, like, the robot storyline. Yeah, meanwhile, Which we've that's got... That's interesting. Like, I've never seen anything like that either, where robot um, is actually not, not a robot. Not really a robot. Robot is kind of like a, defer- like a very deformed, uh, like, human, essentially, who's, like, living in, a, like, almost a container that's keeping him alive, and he's controlling, like, all these robots, um... He's sustaining himself in the pot, but yet he's walking around with the right. robots. So, which is why he has actual motion and why the robot has emotion, because he's actually just a human right. um, the entire time. But anyway, he let the the two blue guys out who were like from the first episode, who were like yes. clones of one another. Yep. And he basically he spies on them for a bit so he can learn a little bit about like cloning, because uh, he wants to make himself. Well, he makes he a deal with a them body. that that mm-hmm. if he lets them out and then they're going to clone from his yeah. stuff. Uh, which is a funny subplot because they he clones himself, but then the body is actually a younger version of it's a yeah it's a mix it's a kind of like a younger version of uh, the firework guy yeah I'm forgetting his name explode ex that's a Pokemon what yeah, <laughs> that's a book right yeah but the the firework guy who the, who was dating Adam Eve at one right, point right. but uh 
But yeah, like that was a cool point. But that he, was but, but he, Wait a second, he, he looks he, just like me yeah, as a but, kid. But he makes himself adolescent because yeah. well, he likes because he, he, likes, he likes Monster he likes Girl. Monster Girl. He's got it's a, a little creepy considering girl. he's like thirty. But well, it, she's, well, 25. she's twenty-five to be fair. Yeah. But she's just like younger, and maybe his body won't age either. I'm not sure. I don't know. But but yeah, I thought that I, that was something interesting that I'd never really seen in a. In any medium, honestly, not just comics. Like, no, it was a neat, like, it was a neat weird, thing. Weird, yeah. Neat, neat but yeah, but in that episode as well, because I think that's all like episode seven as well. That episode, they throw the undead. I mean, they th- throw like a big satellite thing that they said costs like four trillion dollars. They laser them twice. It literally right. like kills the planet, like the part of the planet they raise, like birds are falling out of the sky. Right. All the grass is dead. He's fine. The water evaporates and he's just fine. He goes over and punches it and like one punches it to death. Right, and then they finally get like a... They get a kaiju. Yeah, that, fight. That, that he fought. They in get the first those undead. Episode. They get like Cecil himself goes and like teleports around him for a bit. Well, it's funny because that episode when we was in college, the guy that's creating the like the fake yeah. whatever they, they actually bring stuff back. they actually use him. They they basically give him a job to yeah. essentially make they, they use like creatures. dead soldiers essentially. Yeah, like like, like to to fight this, and they're like he, they're actually doing a pretty good job. Yeah, um, but there's just not enough of them. And then finally, we get to the point where Mark shows up. Mark, initially, Mark helps him because he just thinks, oh, my dad's fighting a kaiju and he needs help. But right. then slowly, obviously, actually, uh, what's-his-name comes back? Oh, the Immortal. The, like, that's pretty cool. Which it, is like pretty random, too, because the clones just for some reason have his body. No, but I said that Immortal was coming back in the last episode. You did episode. say that. It was, uh, you did Because they cut his head fair. off and yeah, they put and his they head on something. It, yeah. So then we found out that but, basically... Yeah, but the two blue clone guys like put his head back on and they yeah. try to control him to get revenge on like, and he just ripped the robot, thing off. And he immediately rips it off and he's like pissed. Yeah. He's like so, so angry. And he flies I'm going to kill you. And he dies again. Yes. And uh, Invincible watches his father kill him this time, right. obviously, which uh, obviously leads to the whole conversation. And that leads we to... About, yes. We kind of predict that... Uh, that the, the Viltrumites and the planet that they're from are basically an empire. Yes, uh, they they conquer. Yeah, he's a, they conquer worlds. They 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 send soldiers out to basically ready planets to be conquered. Yeah, and if they refuse to be conquered, then that planet then is just, just destroyed right. and the race is genocided. And, and we learn that that Mark, uh, because of the Viltrumite DNA, is so superior. So bold that he's basically that he's just he's like ninety percent. He only is like ten percent human. And he's basically but like, the ten percent kind of immortal. Part. Like he's kind of immortal. Yeah, he's gonna live for thousands of years. And he's like, like to the extent, gonna... like he ages normally till he gets to like adolescence. But once he kind of gets to like right uh, with the age he is now, basically like the aging just gets slower and slower and slower and slower as you get older. And, and then he tries to, and, and Mark tries to appeal to his father from a humanity standpoint. And he fails, and it, it almost works a little bit at times. Yeah, you see it slightly break through, but, but, then it's he says, but then he basically says, Mark, I think it. of your mother like a pet. That which and is that, like one of the, some of the lines in this are like so creepy that, and, and they, and she gets, the, the mom has to hear that. Because he's like a, because it's like a blink in his, in his lifespan. Yes. Because like, like he said, he said like, I, I spent 17 years. That's literally nothing for me. Like at one point yeah. he's beating him like into the hill, like t- more towards the end of the fight. Oh And he's like, God. and he's yeah. literally like, what? Fine. We want to die for these people? Sure. Well, but, but more like, importantly, 17 more before years. Before we get to that, before we even get to that. Yeah. Though, when Mark is trying to convince him, he finally says, you know what, Mark? Fine. I'm going to show you. And he basically kills people. Well, he, he brings them to the city and he starts doing all this damage to him. Well, he does the pilot making, first. He yeah. kills the pilot first. Mark goes out of his way to kill a pilot. No, he goes an out old his way woman to save a and pilot. some other thing. Save a pilot. And then, and then his dad and the guy just literally and kills Bursts his head open. And, like, and, and then he takes him and he like kills an entire train load of people. Yeah. He, he like holds him in front of a train. Right. And then the train, because he's basically a Viltrumite, and he, the train just bends around him and all these people basically run into him because the train's going so fast and they basically just explode. And again, this is what I would talk about so much last episode um the gore is used so 
effectively. It is the because one the of, gore is right. not used over the top. Well, you couldn't you, possibly do a live action show of this. No, like, of course not. I mean, you couldn't. Um, There's no way you could do yeah. it. Yeah, from a, which is a, why it's smart that they made I mean, it. People this, will be like, throwing up the, like, exactly. watching the show. But it's so smart because the gore is used in such a strategic way where it's not all the time. So, like, when you do see it, you're horrified. It's, and it, it is. It you warn me. And you're like, this is the most. Yeah. It isn't, the mo- it isn't super gratuitous because it's shocking. No, they it's use it when it needs to be. Exactly. And, it's, and it seems accurate. You know, we've talked about that before that I like, yeah. you know, like and certain sci fi shows when they seem plausible. Yeah. And if we're going to have a superhero that's invincible or, mm-hmm. or Omni Man, yeah, whatever. Maybe he's not a good that, guy. Well, that A, he's not a good guy. But more importantly, like, that's what would happen if you held your, if he just stood in front of a yeah. train. Like, it wouldn't, the train, like, everyone just, would or die. Or if he just flicked a guy, they'd yeah. blow like, up. Right. Like. Or you can put your body, your hand right through somebody. Um, yeah. Um, but it then it, it you know I don't know but from but again, a spoiler like, there, standpoint, there's all this horrible like stuff, and, he, and he's right. causing so much collateral damage to humans while he's like beating the hell out of his son. Right. And again, like Mark's getting almost no hits in. Uh, he's almost doing nothing. He does almost zero damage throughout this fight to his father. Right. And he's and he's getting almost beat to the point where like even probably worse than he got beat in episode five. Oh, this, he's he's like his and by the end like his like, teeth got knocked out exactly. And, stuff. and by the end, where like he's on like I think it's like Everest or something, and he's yeah. like. Getting beat into the mountain, and he's like, "Fine, you want to die for these people, Mark? Go for it." It's like I can always start again, make another kid, and it's like, "Oh my god!" It's like this dude, but then and the then, most surprising thing happens, which there is just a sliver of humanity still, like he, that's 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 made its way into Omni Man's soul, right? And which is like he gets this memory of like watching Mark when he was like really young because he notices with Mark missing his teeth that it reminds Mark of when he was a little kid missing his front teeth. Yeah, and, and now he's he just, and now this... he just has his blood, his like son's blood in his hands in front of him, and he's beaded him like right. in a hail, and his like face is literally unrecognizable. And then he's like, "Why did you make me do this?" But it's like we are fighting to watch everyone around you die. It's like not a single person will live with you. Like you will just watch the world crumble to like absolutely nothingness. Like right. it'll just it'll just like like float away into dust, and you'll still be here. Like and he just leaves. Like, what them. will you have after five hundred years? And, and he, he just says, leaves. Like, you, Dad. And then, like, yeah. And it's a oh yeah, thing. that line. I forgot about that line. Yeah. That's right. He says, "I'll have, I will have you, Dad." And then it just like and breaks, it, and it breaks Omni Man's heart. Exactly. So it's interesting because you can take this and go a thousand different ways with it now. Like, because yeah. I'm, I'm not familiar with the comics. So. He, well, I I'm assuming I, it eventually I mean, goes like I'm a little bit more intergalactic with like actually fighting the Viltrumite saw. Well, I but. think that was kind of what I wanted to say next. So Omni Man leaves, yeah. and then you know they have to several save, weeks they have to save go his by. Life again. Several weeks go by, and yeah. then it's funny that yeah, the agents is like this hospital section of the Pentagon. Yeah. yeah, this organization like that's thirty floors below or the ground mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. They have to like repair everybody again, and we even see the immortal guy. He's, ba- he's back. He's back. Again. He's because re- he obviously. I mean, he is the immortal. He, he is the immortal. Die. So he's basically even like, when he gets punched in the kinda, chest, he's got like Wolverine. Like Wolverine, even in the comics, I remember mean, Wolverine died. Doesn't die though. Like he's dying and coming back. Which is we like, can't know because one time they even regenerated Wolverine from one cell. No, yeah, there was like a blood spot. And yeah, Wolverine like regenerated he, from the blood spot because they forgot that that was the one spot they forgot. So we just regenerated right. from he, like the from one thing. <laughs> from so like just so again, the immortal the is much, and he almost kind of has like a Wolverine beard and everything. Yeah, so. kind, yeah, kind of actually. He now that you mentioned is, it, he kind of is. Well, we even I think when we were like comparing these characters, other characters, mm-hmm. we kind of said that he was kind of like a Wolverine, and obviously yeah, yeah. we didn't know that he was going to regenerate even with his head chopped off. Um, but then no, they, yeah. and then we start to really see the universe building that there is a federation of planets that are still like not under the control. They're of the not in control, planets. and they're all coming together. Uh, we're told that, and now they now they're hold, now they're, hold of, they're they're aware of two things, which is one that 
Omni Man, who's a Viltrum right, left his post, which apparently has never happened. Right. Where like they uh, they don't just leave. And, right. And also that there's also a Viltrumite who doesn't work for Viltrum because it's um, because uh, he's working for he's like he's half human or whatever or right. he's, he's a child of like Earth. Right. So and I guess that's not a common thing that like the children typically rebel. Apparently the children just typically go along. They with just it. go with the father like, or whoever. Because I'm so. assuming it's like well, and then we you also go to that see... planet. You you make one other one to help you out, and then like you take it over. Like, right. Well, I guess. I guess. Like, and then I'm you a... also see that there's a lot of. Um, you know, at the end, they're do when they're kind of seeing what's going on as Earth, kind of like you see the Guardians of the Globe. They're they're mm-hmm. they get along now, and they're, yeah, they're like training. That relationship gets better. And, and we see the rock guy, whatever his name is, who's running that mm-hmm. thing, and we start to see that. Oh, so maybe this is almost going to be like Earth's going to have to all start to find a way to work together. Maybe bond with this, you know, federation of planets that's yeah. out there, and you know they're gonna, and and maybe in my mind, maybe Omni Man is going to realize what he's doing is wrong, and he's mm-hmm. gonna help if, decide. Maybe like the Darth maybe Vader, that like a Darth Vader arc. Yeah, almost. sure, we can go with that. So I don't know, it was good. Yeah. I, I mean, I was, I, I was I'm much, really I was it. much happier, and I know that mm-hmm. they've just renewed it for two and three, two more seasons. I wouldn't for be surprised sure. if we get more too. Well, I mean, I don't know what the story is in the comic. I'm not sure how long it is, but I mean, it actually lasted like it's like a 15 year comic run. So I have no idea how many. Years, I don't know. Like, I I didn't. I purposely didn't look at that. Yeah, I don't want to look at it. I want to be surprised when I see. Stuff, I didn't so. look to see if if people were comparing it to the comments. How accurate it is when yeah. it's following the comments. I think it seems pretty accurate from what you I know, like. The little bits I've seen of people reacting like that because it's not. It's a popular comic, but it's not like an overwhelmingly popular comic. You know what I mean? Right. No, I was I, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, I was very well. I was very satisfied by it. Very good. Really good animation. Really good story. Obviously. So. Right. Right. Very no, much looking forward to seeing more of that when that comes out. Yep. And now we're going to move on to our so last let's, topic, so... which is we have a lot to talk about with this because I've done a lot of research so on this. So obviously uh, they released the trailer for Eternals, mm-hmm. um, which is um, quite interesting. I it's mean, only two minutes. And like I said, the only previous footage that we've gotten of it was about 14 was seconds. It was just a couple pictures. That, that kind of like that featurette you know, that the they cast. did. Right, right. We had, we've had a couple cast pictures and location pictures. Then we also got like 14 seconds during that uh, phase, like right. full five, I think it was, Marvel trailer. Yep. And they've got a pretty good cast. I mean, we have it's to got say a really that, good like, cast. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge... Do we want to go over the cast and I'm, the characters I'm, first, or do uh, we want to talk about the trailer first? Well, well I guess... Because well, I, I mean, have both. I have like I mean, the both the, the, the If you don't know anything about Eternals, and I with, don't... We should start, I should start with um, kind of what by the origin-ish of the, what I, the Eternals are. And, like, the Eternals are basically... The era they're from is Jack Kirby, who is, like, one of the most legendary comic uh, book writers of all time. Uh, initially started with Marvel, obviously. Helped Stanley create a lot of characters. Um, but eventually he went over to DC. And he created a lot of stuff over there. Like, a lot of... Like, he's, he's one of the guys who's worked in, like, both, like, DC and Marvel and created a lot of iconic stories with both. And basically that's after, like, DC started to constrain him and let, wouldn't let him go do his own creative route. He went back to Marvel again. And the Eternals were kind of like his baby that he was allowed to do anything with. So it has, like, the typical Jack Kirby, like, art style. It's, like, a little bit more, like, off the wall, real colorful. Kind of like... Uh, like with like the the more popular like Thor comics, like how Thor Ragnarok kind of embraces like the color and like the randomness and the wildness of like kind of like the Kirby-ish, like Kirby type right. Marvel stories. Okay. So like that's for that era, but basically, uh, the Eternals are a race, and again, the, 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 I'm I'm going to try to specify when I get to something that's more comic related, 
and something that is kind of more confirmed or more likely for like the movies because there's generally a couple of differences, especially because they have so much freedom to do. Um, you know, they you know they've like with Guardians of the Galaxy like almost seven years ago now. They have more freedom to take this in their different directions, which is why for a lot of these characters you're well, going to see people don't there's, know a what this of, there's a lot of gender switches, like, there's right, a lot of right. like renaissance race switches because you were able to do what you want. And so, for instance, in the old in the comics, um, the Eternals are. A race created by the Celestials. We've seen Celestials in the MC before. Ego from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is a Celestial, and Star-Lord is half-Celestial. Right. And then we also see, like, I don't know if you remember in Guardians 1, there's that one vision when they're in, like, the, the Collector's House, or, like... They have, like, that big, like, really big, like, purple dude who's wielding the Power Stone, right. and he's... Uh, and he basically destroys the whole planet with it with this big ass staff. And then also the the same the same actually like a uh, place where the collector's, uh, like where his where his collection was was on that big head called Nowhere. Okay. And that was the head of a celestial, and the, which was massive to the point where there was a whole city in it. Like they're very powerful. They're basically like the gods of like kind of Marvel. They created life in the universe to shit like that. So in the comics, the they're created by. The, the, it's a little bit different. They, the Eternals go to Earth and they find primitive human, and they basically do three things with them. The, the, like one, they give them to like one Eternal makes deviants, which are basically like these uh, the monsters essentially that are that are supposed to like kind of protect the life that the Eternals are creating, and not the Eternals, but the Celestials are like creating and like experimenting on and adapting. To like kind of make what they want because the Eternals' whole thing is they go to worlds, not the Eternals. I keep getting the Celestials again. This is a complicated. It's in depth, and let me slow me down if you want to, okay. or, or make comments when you feel like it as okay. well. Uh, you're not gonna like roll, slow my roll here. There's okay. lots to go. And over. this is all based. This is not nothing with a trailer. Obviously, this is all no. just based like, on this, a little like, bit nobody of knows research. Who, nobody knows who the Eternals are though. Like right. almost no one. Like it's very. It's a very niche comic. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, the Celestials. Like go to different planets and they experiment with life and they change the they change the race. They even like they help them gain like sentience to an extent. And then they're supposed to like come back after a certain amount of time and like judge if like the civilization is like worthy of living. Okay. And uh, and then like if it's not, they just destroy the planet. Oh wow! Well, that's nice. So like and so, so like, we, so may, deviants, we may not so, have been yeah. judged yet so the deviants are for, or were are meant to like kind of watch were meant to watch over the life that was being experimented to protect them from things in the universe and right. stuff like that well they did a great job but during, the deviants eventually yeah. go by their name they're not exactly going to be good right. the deviants not exactly like they're your hero names so we the, don't know who the deviants are the deviants are. go rogue the deviants are, don't have as many like actual named characters they're mainly just monsters it seems okay. like they're, but they're sentient but they they're, a, they're intelligent I'm sure they're going to have a leader that's, yeah that's, and, and exa- exactly and then uh, the Eternals are kind of made in the comics the Eternals are made from the primitive humans but in this and for the MCU, the Eternals are just made directly by the Celestials and then sent to Earth to right. deal with the deviants. So let's talk about who the Eternals are. Let's yeah. talk about the cast. So who do we have? Obviously, Angelina Jolie. Well, I have a list here. So well, I'm, I'm going to kind of call the character, the actors out, and you can tell me who the characters I have a, are. I have an order. Well, I things. don't care. I have an order I've, already, of I've already established how we're doing it. Nope. Okay. Well, I'm going <laughs> to ignore you. So, so Fine. who's Thena? Thena. All right. Angelina Jolie is playing Thena, uh, which is basically 
Uh, let me actually say this first because we're gonna go over like kind of what each powers everyone right, has and right. a little bit of like what the backstory of like or like. And you're this again. We don't know for sure if this is what it's going to be in the movies, but it's what it is in the comics. And we the know little where this of, is all based on. And, this is not. And, this is not. We're we're not yeah. doing what we complain about. Yeah. And this, Marvel Studios has released a little bits of information right. about like what. No, the but we often complain like. about. Well, I think this is exactly. We're not doing. Yeah, that. we'll let you know if we're, we're the theory. We're we're just saying that these are the things we know. You've you've discovered through your yeah. research of these characters. Yeah, I've done you're not saying that's what it's, the movie's going to be. You're mm-hmm. just saying that these are predictions. These or, are predictions, but these aren't saying what better be like, that or likely directions of things right. might go. You know, you're not dying on the hill for these. Yeah, things. exactly. Okay. So Angelina Jolie is playing Fina, which is uh, but again, every Eternal basically has like a base level power. I would consider the Eternals are like. Like stronger than Asgardians, it seems like. Okay. Like not like a Thor level Asgardian, but you know, like the random Rabbit, ass dudes yes. that like were like the like like Sif, like yes. and like those right. kind of like that level of Asgardian, but a little bit better, I would say, because again, they're fo- they're basically immortal. They don't age. They're immune to disease, all that kind of stuff. I think they can be killed like with in combat, but right. they're not going to die of old age. Okay. They're like they're basically completely immortal. Then they all have like some level of invulnerability to damage, like and a lot of and they each have like. To different extents. Like, there's a range. Like, some of them are much more powerful than others, but they each have their own um, superhuman abilities, whether that's strength, speed, endurance, stuff like that. Right. And then... Well, we saw in the trailer that one of them's got yeah. speed. And their ability... And they basically, they're able to do these kind of things, and they gain these abilities because they're able to channel cosmic energy from the universe, which is basically what, like, the Infinity Stones did. Okay. So, like, this is this connects back to the Infinity Stones, too. Okay, so what is Thena's power? Thena's power is again and again. They've dialed. This is the, all, they've right. dialed the powers back. They had a battle down because otherwise you get thirty-seven Superman. Because, because again, in the comics they all had like the same powers plus like one big one, but there was way too many. So they've kind yeah. of dialed it back, and I think they've even lowered the power level of some of these characters. A okay. Bit. But Thena is she can she uses cosmic energy to create weapons. So, okay. So like in the, when you see in the trailer, she has oh, that, like, see her, yeah. dagger thing. Right, right. Right. Like that's like a she literally creates it from years. Kind of like Hela from right. like Thor Ragnarok, where she kind of just like. Like makes swords appear or whatever she wants, but the, okay. hers are actually like made of energy and they look like they have that aesthetic. Okay. And then she also has like super superhuman like uh like probably strength, probably endurance, invulnerability stuff like that. And then uh, her basis of her character is the Greek god Athena, obviously. Which is a lot of, when you look when you get to a lot of these, most of these characters kind of like are the inspiration. It seems like for like humans in the MCU worlds. For their myths, whether it's like uh, a lot of Greek myths that goes into this, like there's a lot of crossover with Greek and Roman mythology, but there's even some Mesopotamian mythology. There's some even like uh, like Aztec and Mayan mythology. Like it's really like it's widespread, which is kind of why the cast is so diverse. Right. Um, but even that, like, which is weird, cause this, which I found really weird, because they also do have the real Greek gods in Marvel like comics as well. So you have like these characters that get mistaken who are supposed to be like the inspiration potentially. Like it's an explanation. Like in world explanation well, I think for when you've why got comics the... you've been comics been around for so long. But it's just so, so much many, intertwined there's bullshit so much, that gets and there's like, so that much saying and... that and that's what they have to reset exactly. the, the universe is sometimes. But I'm glad they actually chose to the do characters. this over like the Greek gods for real. I like because this, this is makes better. sense. Yeah. Like okay. this makes sense that okay, maybe there's like these really high power level characters like and they inspired they inspired gods. Which would make more which is again what chariots of the gods is, you know when you watch like exactly when you watch what's those stupid shows called ancient aliens mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it comes yeah, back like to that theory and, yeah. the theory that that you know the chariots of the gods was mm-hmm. that and this was a book from the late mid 60s yeah. there's even a star trek episode which you know called who mourns for adonis mm-hmm. is which is uh, adonis which is about that which is about like yeah. that aliens with these powers came to earth and basically 
And that's really how they ended the battle they cycle. I took a series in some respect too, um, which is what's with the, what the, when we hear in the like the, the the voiceover for this trailer, which is being done by some high character. Um, like they've kind of been here since like the dawn of our civilization. Yes, we and see them arrive, guiding us. Right. They've been and helping not us, not interfering, but they've been giving us little bits of like yes. stuff to move. Clearly, on. they have not been interfering because they didn't help us with Thanos. Yeah, exactly, like irrigating crops, right. and maybe they give us like maybe you could weapons. have helped us out when Thanos mm-hmm. invaded. But yeah, finishing up uh, Angelina Jolie's character. Yes. She's the basis for the Greek god Athena, who's the goddess of like strategy and war. Right. Uh, and she's she, in the movie. We've heard that she's like kind of partners with Gilgamesh, who's a different um, Eternal. And she's also like really in but, terms of like she in terms of like not only is she like have the super strength and stuff like that, but right. she also is like super like she's a combatant. Like she's like trained to like you wield a sword and to like actually use weapons. She's not like the Hulk who's like not combat trained, but he's just strong. You know what I mean? Okay. Like there's there's different levels of like you can be like strong but not have training per se. Like kind of like Captain America before he goes to military training and stuff like that. Right. All right. So Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek is playing. Ajax, I think is the way it's pronounced. Um, she's the spiritual leader of the group. There's a different leader who's more tactical when it comes to like combat. That's uh, Icarus, which we'll get to later. Um, her power that they seem to be like really uh, going into, she has two. One, she seems to be like a, a really good healing ability. Like she's okay. more of like a spiritual. So they, they give her like a healing thing where she can heal the others or she can heal people. Uh, but she also has like a power to she can communicate and contact the Celestials. And she's the only one. She's the only one that has contact with their creators, which I don't. We don't know if the, we. we, we for if that's something Marvel that movies, will happen for previous Marvel movies, we thought that Ego was the last Celestial, but apparently there's more. And well, that, there's always more. Yeah, there's more movies. You got to have more things. And then her big thing is like uh, she's basis for like the. She's actually a gender switch in the comics. Um, which again they do a, they do like two or three gender switches for like these characters, which honestly. Uh, like, the, when you look at the original Eternals roster, there's, like, two women and then just, like, eight dudes. <laughs> so, like, well, it's a little fine. bit more, I mean, like, even out. Yeah, they're not, out. like, the biggest so. characters anyway, so I'm perfectly cool with it. Right, and she's not also, like you have their establishment that matters. Yeah, so, so that's her, kind of her powers, and she's the basis for two myths. She's the basis for the Greek myth uh, of Ajax, who's, like, a Hercules-type, Perseus-type, right. uh, like, like, demigod hero. And then we also, and she's also, like, uh, in, in, like, the comic, she becomes kind of, like, the... It takes up the mantle of like the of like an Incan like which is like an ancient South American like uh, uh like tribe like they're one of their gods and she's also like a god for like the Aztecs and stuff like that so that's the kind of her little corner of the world that she seems to take interest in. Okay, what you got next? Uh, you got Gemma Chan playing Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan's interesting because uh she's already been in the MCU. She was the, one of the blue aliens who was playing like a a Kree from uh, oh, right, Captain right. Marvel. She was one of like she, like you wouldn't even like recognize her, but you're, no, like, you're like you oh okay. Which, again, she's a really talented actress, and, like, I think she really fits... She, and a, from what Feige has said about this character, if this movie has a main character, it's her. Okay. And her ba- ba- main powers are transmutation, which we see her doing in the trailer, She where she's irrigating the crops. Like, she's literally, like, she has water, like, coming out of her hand and coming out of the soil into, like, um, the pops. And basically her thing is she has the deepest connection to humanity. She cares the most for them. Right. So she kind of live, lives among them and probably does the most interference, has like some of the most interaction with them it's going to be like. And, and from what you can tell in the trailer, she's clearly existing in modern time. 
Yeah, I think like, all of them are existing I, all I, the time. Right. I mean, I, we, we don't have any theories. We may get to that at some yeah. point. And um, she's the basis for the Greek myth of Because in the trailer, clearly we see some moments yeah. when they're clearly back in time. Not back in time, but they're... they're when they first there's a lot are, of different eras we're when seeing. They roar, when they first are... We know that there's definitely a scene, which is like, you said, almost like a 2001 thing with this monolith. Yeah, like the, the, the early scene when they show up in their up, ship and, and they it, find these primitive right. humans. Like, it's very, like... Uh, 2001, a space odyssey vibe. Yeah, like they're even the up. landscape is similar to like the yeah. barren, like rock. Well, and but these are humanoids. These aren't. They're not like the apes. chimpanzee and ape apes, like mixes, right. but like it's a very similar. But that's a theory. Scene. That's almost a similar thing that that the monolith or whatever. Even the ship looks like a monolith. Like it's really like it's really. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind more, of like even similar. Like it's definitely more. It's obviously a, that's a whole ship, and the monolith in a 21 space odyssey isn't a ship. Obviously, no, it's but, not. But like it, it, there's very similar vibes that you get from the two scenes, I would say. Right. So clearly, you said, so you you have all kinds of things based on, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, and we're on we're on Cersei now, right? We're still yes. on Cersei. Okay. So yeah, Cersei is, and she also she's the uh, basis of the Greek myth, which is Cersei. Again, I love mythology, so this is like all over my and history as well. To be honest, so this is all over my like. I'm really excited about this movie. Um, and she's main thing is uh she also create cast illusions. That's another one of her things. Illusions and transmutation are to her two main powers. Uh, she's like the sorceress Cersei, which is obviously from like the Odyssey, with right, like right. Uh, one of the, obviously one of the most like famous like uh, ancient pieces of literature like ever. And uh, her thing is, I think she's gonna she has like an ancient love or le- relationship with Icarus, which I think we're gonna talk about next. But also, I think her modern day lover was gonna be, which I think, and I'm just gonna hint at this now. I think there's gonna be a level of the Eternals have kind of forgot who they are, and they've just kind of been living in society as normal humans for a period of time, and like just not really like they, whatever reason they forgot. Which is a, uh, one of the comic runs that of the Eternals was that that exact thing happened. Okay. So I think there's a good possibility of that, and I think because I think I think she's going to be based in London, and her current boyfriend or a friend of hers. Um, will end up being Kit Harrington's character, um, which is basically the MCU's um, new character they're adding, Black Knight, or which is the modern day version of the character, which is Dane Whitman. Right. Okay. So there's going to be a little tr- love triangle with that. Well, it's funny because the next two car- actors are Richard Madden and Kit Harrington were both from Game of yeah. Thrones. Exactly. Yeah. Richard Madden is playing. Yeah. He was obviously Rob Stark Icarus. in Game of Thrones. He's playing Icarus, and he kind of has like. Superman-ish abilities. In the comics, he's the strongest. He's not the strongest, according to Marvel, in these movies. That's going to be Gilgamesh, who we'll get to. Right. Um, but he has he has flight, he has super strength, and he has heat vision. Like so, he has, he has like okay, yeah, he's he's, 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 super, he's Superman basically powers. Superman. Yeah. And he's the tactical leader of the group. He has a ancient. Uh, Just don't go to the red wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, and also, and he's the watch your back. Watch your back, <laughs> Icarus. Yeah, evidently he's like the the Greek myth of Icarus. If David flow, Bradley's flow. around. Watch your oh, back. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> these are all Doctor Who references. Yes, I know. You heathens. But yeah, but obviously, like we're the Greek myth of Icarus who flew cr- too close to the sun, like that. Yes, and his wings fell off. His wings burned. Blah, blah, but yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And then we go on to uh, Kit Harrington, who we I know only, this is only... a better character, but th- I'm just gonna I gotta. Say, I mean, it's I the most on the nose casting of all time to cast. I know Kit Harington it's as fine. Black Knight. I don't have a problem with him playing Black Knight. I don't. But a lot of us, there was yeah. a big thing out there, and this was the guy that I thought Kit Harrington would be a great Wolverine, and I just thought that I think they'll find it different. I think they're gonna do an unknown. For I, that, I, it, so. That's fine, but I'm just saying if we had to, if we, I don't, I'm not blaming and I'm mad at Marvel. Yeah. I'm just saying that I was, I thought Kit Harrington would have been. A, I think he's a tremendous actor yeah. from what we saw in Game of Thrones, and and you just, yes, exactly. you just love him and the Rob guy. Stark both are, and him and uh, and uh, the guy Madden. playing Nick, Richard Madden are as well. Yeah. 
Uh, he's no actually, relation he's to John Madden of of the former announcer that they named the game after for thirty years after the guy retired. Okay, moving on. Moving on. All right. So, they, well, you know what? Whitman, I, I wait. Well, oh they could God. be related. No, they're not. We don't. We know they're not related. He doesn't exist in Marvel. Because so no. oh, John Madden doesn't exist in Marvel. Nope, You're right. I'm telling you right now. So that's good. They don't have football in Marvel. They don't Get have. They, well, that's good. <laughs> it's good. That's good. Okay, so he seems to be the only character in this movie. And again, there's ten Eternals in this movie. Yeah, I know. That's a, a big yes. cast. It's a, it's a, it's he not seems that long to be the only podcast. one who's a main character right. who isn't an Eternal. He seems to just he's be like a not norm- an Eternal. He seems no, he's not an Eternal at all. No, he's uh, a normal. Poor he's a, Icarus. He's a normal. It's not Icarus. His name is Dane. <laughs> oh, Dane Whitman. <laughs> getting people confused. He's oh, not oh I'm sorry. I got I without. Yeah, Harrington's character, I think, is going to be. There's going to be a couple characters, I think, because. Um, the, one of the guys who's, who we're going to get to later has like a husband, and uh, he's a normal human. Oh, no, wait, wait. Let me go back. So the way – so – but his character, unlike – he's not a, he's not eternal. His his genetically, he each character takes the mantle – each member of the family takes the, the mantle. The mantle of Black of, Knight. Of Black Knight. He has something in his genes that allow him to use a weapon, which is called yes. the, the Ebony Blade, which apparently – which, again, a lot of uh, Black Knight's – um, like history is really much seated in like this is a like different King Arthur. This it's is like a King different Arthur. Black Knight than yeah. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> yes, exactly. My arms off. But no, funny, it's, but no, it's funny not. enough. Like this is really like his backstory and stuff is linked with like a lot of like King Arthur stories. Yes, and like the, like, and the so fairy is, tales. So like, is uh, Monty so, like, Python so, like, and the Holy so, Grail. So like he was like he's a Knight of the Round Table. Like the original Black Knight is yes, like a Knight I of the Round Table. I know. I know that stuff. Yeah, and the sword is that. The- I was big into King Arthur back in the day. Were you actually? I know. I love the yeah. I love yeah. the King Arthur legends. There's a great movie. Well, then uh, you like this character then. called Excalibur back in the '80s, mm-hmm. which had a really cool modern. Re- now let me go back to this. But let me rephrase this. There are way too many stupid ass lame King Arthur legend movies yes, that came out for the suck, last yeah. 25 years. The only one I really, 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 really like goes all the way back to the '80s when they did kind of a really cool mm-hmm. version of a movie called Excalibur. And and it was it was a very cool dark version of the Arthurian legend. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, basically, watch uh, that movie. The, yeah, the, the ebony blade, which is a weapon forged by like Merlin, who is like obviously a big character, right. like uh, King Arthur and stuff like right, that. Right. We're not going to see those characters. Obviously. No, we're not going to. Uh, we might see a little bit of them if they go back to like. Well, not very long though. We might see like the original dark, like Black Knight. I think. And well, I'm wondering like if we're going to see like a time scene. thing or flashbacks. I think we're going to bump. We're going to jump around. Jump around. I think like we're going to start off in like the 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 modern day and like as they piece together their memories, we're we'll going to go seeing. through like right, history. Right. Yeah, it'll be some version of that. So it's going to be like slowly unraveling their heritage and like, right. and their like their powers and stuff like that and reuniting. All right, Again, so the, the next guy along. I want to talk no, about. No, we had a, no. There's uh, not. This is not enough for Black Knight. Black Knight is complicated. That is not enough to talk okay. about. Okay, I told you this is a complicated thing. We don't. We can't rush through these characters. Okay, I'll take your word for it. All right, so his weapon basically is like a, a Stormbreaker level weapon. It, okay, to the point where it can cut through anything except for adamantium and vibranium. It was forged out of a meteorite that fell to Earth, which so it might just be made of vibranium. And like in the context of like what the MCU will do or with randomonium. it. Randomonium. Randomonium. Uh, yeah, it, it deflects energy. It can cut through magical barriers. So basically, Scarlet Witch puts up a barrier. Doesn't matter. It's over. So it's overpowered. Um, it's immortal while he's holding the blade. He can't be hurt <laughs> or die. So don't ever let go of the or blade. Or age. Like no, but here's the thing. Glue your hand to the damn thing. And that's not it. He can fly with it. 
Well, we've seen that. He could absorb souls to make it stronger. Well, that's disgusting. He has, he has a healing factor, and there's a good chance that, like, when Thor... He, and he can, like, he can just, like, if he holds out his hand and says Avalon, the sword flies to him. Like, kind of like the like the the hammer. And then there's a rumor that basically like kind of how like lightning strikes Thor and he gets his armor on. That the same thing will happen with that. Oh, that okay. like that like he'll just say Avalon and it'll magically appear in his hand and it'll magically appear in his costume. Oh, that's very cool. So it's and basically the Ebony Blade is actually supposed to be. All right, the, it sounds a little more cool than Wolverine. Yeah, it, and all the, that happens with Wolverine's blades. The Ebony blades Blade come out is here. supposed to be the counterpart of Excalibur, essentially. Like the, oh, the Excalibur is okay. the King Arthur sword, I believe, right. and uh, the Ebony Blade is like maybe the, that was made of Night's Dwarf. Uh, Animantium. It's actually kind of similar to like Sir Arthur Dan- Dane's uh, weapon from Game of Thrones. Remember the guy who dual wielded swords in um, right. like the one flash. And it was that special park? metal. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a meteorite sword like theirs. When it had yeah, special, the, the, that was the only thing that could. It was kill, much more important. That in the could books. kill the the whatever the White Walkers. Yeah, yeah, it was made of that as well. It, it was actually a different material than Valyrian steel, but it also could kill White Walkers. Right. It was a it was a very magical like. And there like, was property. only a couple of those floating around. Like it was much more important in the books than it was in the show because. They didn't even really touch upon it. But. Yeah, they didn't have time. They only had eight years. But yeah, um, but yeah, basically. But the, and again, because it sounds a little overpowered, because he is. But the it has a the thing has a curse. So basically, every time he oh, and it's a curse of too. Course, yeah, because it's weird. Jeez. It's like mythology. It's like it's like fairy tale. You know what I mean? He can so never find love. So obviously he's an he's an expert. That's not the curse, is it? <laughs> no, it's not that. He's an expert swordsman. Obviously, he, he knows how to use the sword yeah. as well. It's he not can't like he's boil a, water. Apparently, he's also supposed to be like an Indiana Jones type character. Like he's gonna be. A, he's <laughs> like, there's so much going on with this. Character. Why does he need that? He's like an arch. Why does he he's need like a scientist? That? Oh, so he's gonna like be like, an, I'm an archaeologist, type, and I'm like, gonna discover that I. Am... But apparently, he also knows how to use a sword well before he gets the sword. Even oh my lord! But basically, every time he uses the sword, he gets all those powers, and he's immortal. But part of Jack his body, Kirby, what were you? This the guy. Part of his body. I don't actually know. No, I think Stanley created this character actually. Oh, okay. But but part of his body turns to stone when he uses it. That's the curse. Is that part of your body turns to literal stone? Does it stay stone? <laughs> I think so. I think like you just have like a little thing on your like arm. It's like oh my my part of my forearm stone today. It's like every time you use it. It's like Monster Girl, where every time she turns into monster, she gets younger. So eventually, he would all be stone. Uh, yeah, that's and when they die, then it gets then he passed dies, on. Then, it passes then, on. then like you, oh, but you would literally are a statue by the time you're done. Oh, and then that's where you can go visit him. People can go visit him. Otherwise, relative. the character has like a lot of history with like working with the Avengers. Like he's he works with the Eternals a lot too, but it's like he's an and Avengers. the homeless. He's more sure, yes, and the homeless. And he works with the homeless and too. the disabled. And, and the disabled. And, <laughs> he's a volunteer he vol- on the weekends. He volunteer. He, he cleans up his neighborhood. Habitat for humanity. Habitat, you know, that would be good. Look, he, he's got all that weaponry. Yeah. He should be able to build a house pretty damn quick. Also, in some comics, he has a fucking Pegasus. Not a regular Pegasus. No, a fucking Pegasus. Uh, okay, is there a difference? Like, can I drive no. time to Google what an F Pegasuses are cool, you, I, okay? Your mother can't watch this episode. And your grandmother definitely more. can't watch this, listen to this episode now. You use she a bad word. I've raised the son with, with terrible language That's skills. That's your own fault. I actually made your language worse. Funny be... story. I actually made my father's <laughs> language worse when I started swearing. He totally did. I didn't swear in front of you for years. And then I started I swearing in front of you, all, and you started swearing. Now so we're all potty I did the opposite of what even was supposed mom, to happen. No, mom, I, I, even, no, I even broke down mom a bit, too. A mom, even bit. mom swears now. Only when she's mad at you. Yeah, that's true. And I usually that's when Zach and I leave. We're like, ooh, it's not us. She's mad at We should go now. Nope, it's the other one. We're leaving him on his own 
Escape so, yeah. while we can. Yeah. Otherwise, the last thing is that he has a relationship with, uh, with like Cersei. So and, I think and he be... has an, and he has a Pegasus. So part of the love triangle. Does, does the Pegasus have a seven name? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't look it like, up. I'm not that interested. <laughs> I just thought it was. I just thought. Are we going to see the Pegasus? Uh, no, I don't think we're going to even. see Damn much. it! We're not even going to see much of Black Knight in this movie. If I had to expect, we Damn might it. see a little bit of him. Are at they going to set him up? It's going to be like. I think it's going to be like setting him up and For then the he's Eternals be a, two. Eternals two or in a different property. Yeah. He might even get his own movie. Like if he's popular enough. Like okay. I'll take your word for it. Uh, who do you want to talk about next? Uh, I want to talk about... Uh, th- th- I think this is going to be hilarious. I don't know if this is from the comics. You were telling me a little bit about this before. So, Kingo. I, so, he's, this is so our Kamingo's, comic relief. Yeah, he's Camilo Johnny, who's yes. a comedian. And... Uh, uh, and again, he's a very, he's the most changed character in terms of like their their. He's powers. been in a bunch of things like Stuber. He's been and, a lot of stuff. You know, yeah. he's he's generally very he, funny. He, actually, you know what he's, he's in stand up as well. Do you know what he's in? Hmm. He's in Obi Wan. Oh yeah, I did see that as well. He's casting that as well. Marvel likes to reuse people, or D- Disney likes to reuse all these people within like like if you see a guy in a Marvel movie, you're like, okay, he'll be in a Star Wars movie in two years, and he'll be a yep. Pixar voice actor the year after. Like, <laughs> like you'll get him. No, he, I mean, I think he's. Uh, yeah, he was obviously he was so I feel, I expect, He's exactly, been a lot yeah. of different things. So I expect him so. to be the comic relief, but yes. his character, his character is different because his character is Japanese yes, ethnicity. But they in the changed comics, it, but they changed it, and he's weird. Like where he has the powers of an Eternal, but he kind of foregoes them in the comics, and he just has like normal samurai armor, and he like dual wields katanas. So it's very much not that character from the yes, comics. But so, instead you, you, so instead, he's Indian, and I think his real life that. That he's gonna forgot about when he's like just living among the humans is he's a Bollywood star and he's like yes because in the famous. trailer you see him doing a Bollywood production yeah. number he even said yeah exactly he even said that like he based his character off of like a mixture of like John McClane from like Die Hard of course and like some Bollywood star greatest that, like, Christmas some movie really ever. popular Bollywood star that like he's was his inspiration okay so but yeah but his, we don't know much about him yeah though. but his what, what is Kingo's powers uh, besides being able to projects sing and dance. cosmic energy. Uh, energy projectiles with his hand. So basically he just has like hand rays basically. Oh good. Like Captain Marvel rays almost in my okay. like what would people I think it's going to be. You've got the force. Yeah, but we have, we actually don't know a lot about his character though. So. Okay. Then we won't have to talk about him very much. We see them on his private jet though at one point. Like he seems to be really Yeah, they're rich. all partying on the jet at some point. So he's got money. Now yeah. Who do we want to talk about next? Uh we got uh, Fastos. Oh, oh f- I think it's Fastos. Fastos. Is he the guy who's fast? Uh, yeah, that's, he's being played by Brian Tyler Henry, who's been in a bunch of shit as well. Everyone in this has been in a ton of stuff. Yes. Uh, his main power is matter manipulation. He's kind of like an engineer, an inventor, a weapons maker. Um, he's like kind of like the Greek god Hephaestus, who was like obviously like a forger. He was like a blacksmith, um, worked with fire. And he's very like um, benevolent towards like fighting. He's not in – like he doesn't want to fight. He's like a, not a pacifist I, I, per I, se. Gonna, but, i got to stop for one second because hmm. I, I, I hope people listening to this podcast – <laughs> really appreciate the amount of effing time that you put into this. No, I, I rushed this. I just retain information like a sponge. No, but you 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 spent a lot of time. I I, I you didn't just show up. No, you didn't this is di- the first didn't one. I, this, is the first in, one I've done, this is the first one I've done a lot of research. You for. did a lot of. I was research just. I'm trying this. something different. Okay. No, I'm, I'm being compliment. I'm the trying test- to be nice. I'm complimenting you. I think it's very. Inter- yeah. I mean, like you've really done a great job. And, preparing b- and this. the big thing with this character is, like I said, we don't know about it, much about his like. We know he doesn't like, really like fighting. Right. Um, he's like a weapons maker, uh, a, a engineer, all this kind of stuff that I said before. But also, he's the first gay Marvel hero. Oh, okay. Um, and I, there, he would he would have been the second because actually for Valkyrie and Thor Ragnarok, um, right. they had a scene that was cut that showed that she was bisexual. But uh, 
Which I think that might even come uh, come up as a thing in Thor, in the next Thor movie. Yes, so, we, like, we, have, we have our theories about yeah. this. Yes, but yeah, but I but he's going to be the first game over. He's going to have a husband who's like an architect who's just a normal human. Like, so but yeah, so he should be interesting as well. Like I said, we're getting a really good diverse range of. So like, who's the bad guy so. in this thing? Uh, we're, we're skipping around a lot between people here, but. We still got a couple more after the bad guy, but Droog is. I think it's. Drug. Well, no, we can come back to the bad guy. We'll do the so bad guy we, last. We can yeah. do Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is. is um, First of uh, all, start tell people Gilgamesh is because not everybody knows. What so Gilgamesh. Gil, what Gil, is, the real story of Gilgamesh. The real story of Gilgamesh is there's a poem called, and I actually knew this before even doing research. It is actually the. It's called the Epic of Gilgamesh, and, which and more is, importantly, it's the it's the oldest recorded. It's the oldest piece of it's one. I think it's one or it's one of the oldest pieces of record. It might even be the oldest. It's one of the oldest pieces of recorded literature. Yes, in the it's not of like human not time. just drawings or something. It's yeah, an exactly. actual like pe- it's actual like written the, language. Right. right, and it's one. And it's it's obviously from Mesopotamia. Which can is I old. can I mention why I know this? Because you you have a joke about I, no, it's not a joke. I just I like to do a crossover things because oh, yeah. Gildamash is 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 referenced in one of the best episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's true, yeah. And I actually looked up what Gildamash was because mm-hmm. I didn't know. It's not something I ever learned in school. And I there's a great episode of Next Generation where Captain Picard uh, intermacks inter, interacts with a, a race of people, mm-hmm. and they only communicate through storytelling. Okay. Every there, so Picard finally realizes that, and he tells this story. He ends up telling the story of Gildamash while this guy who was mm-hmm. trying to kill him is becomes friends with the guy, and the guy's dying. Mm-hmm. And Picard tells him the story of Gildamash, and and they bond. And it's it's yeah. it's really it was one of going back to Next Generation. I really loved this episode because it was really a different type of story that we didn't usually see in sci-fi. Yeah. And and because I was inspired to find out if Gildamesh was a real thing and and I and I learned the history of Gildamesh. And it's funny that Very interesting, you yeah. know I mean that so there's there is a lot of neat stuff that you learn mm-hmm. through all this pop culture that actually exactly. is important stuff. So yeah, so Gilgamesh is being played by Don Lee. Um so again, he's a character for so Gilgamesh is like the actual name that like the originates from is from like Mesopotamian mythology, which is right. a very like not even well like known. Like Greek mythology, Nordic mythology are pretty well known. Not a lot of people know too much about like uh like Mesopotamian mythology. It's not even an era of like time that's ever been really explored too much in film, I would say. But like we we see a lot of Mesopotamia in the and trailer. the actors are really like, big Chinese actors. Really I mean, so yeah. they've done a nice job here bringing in world actors mm-hmm. instead of just you know a bunch of Americans. Exactly. Like, there's almost every actors. I think every ethnicity that you can think of is. In but they I like this. Sec. I mean, Star Wars did this a little bit with um, Rogue One. Yeah, where you bring in big actors from other countries. And I think instead it makes of being, sense. Oh, we only like, bring in the American. And actors. I think it makes sense that like maybe the, the humans take after like the. The early humans take after the appearance of like all these like their gods per se or what right. they perceive as gods. Right. And so they express, no, no, totally. Or maybe they're even maybe these people are even. Well, that's the their, theory where most of yeah. Or maybe at, these people are going to live in the retrospective areas of the globe that like rep reflect their their like skin color. Right. So like the like I think it's going to. I think I there's think going to be, be a coming together plot line. To, there's going to be a yeah, coming exactly. together plot line whether it's they all have to come together and mm-hmm. they suddenly there are memories awake or yeah exactly someone knows uh, some Hayek is communicating with them somehow and she's realizes yeah. that she's need to get the band back together kind of. But thing. anyway, yeah. yeah. So he's basically an elite warrior. He's kind of like he's a Athena's partner. Um, he's supposed to be the the warrior in the epic of Gilgamesh. Of, of Gilgamesh. He's the same guy, okay. and his power is he can project an exoskeleton of cosmic energy. And he, according to Kevin Feige, is the strongest one of the Eternals in the in the MCU. He gets, so he's literally just like projects like his armor and his suit like onto himself, and basically becomes like 
an Iron Man suit made of like pure energy, essentially. Cool. Which is like, that's pretty cool. I wish I had one of those. <laughs> I wish I had one. Can you get that at Home yeah. Depot? I do not think so. Okay. We got a couple more. We I got, uh, we got, uh, Makari. We, we, we have Makari. Makari is played by Lauren Ridloff. I think it was in Walking Dead. Uh, and she is actually a deaf actress, and the character is also going oh, to be yeah, deaf. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know who this is, yes. And yes. they even like gave it like a, a like a piece where, like, because she's de- she really honed in on, like, when she, with her adaption of, like, matter and her adaptive of cosmic energy and that all that they power. So, her focus was she focused on, like, speed. So and she's Marvel's a going, pulling everything into yeah. this so one. So she's like a Every type of casting like a, they could come up with. Yeah. No, good for them. Yeah, so she's like a she's like a like a like a speedster basically. Like she's oh, super, she's super the one fast. that we see come mm-hmm. running in. Come running in, yeah. yes. And basically, the thing is that she creates sonic booms when she runs, so right. she doesn't hurt her ears because she's deaf. Ah. Oh. So they actually like did a pretty like logical like adaptation with did it. There. Like, I see what they and did. And I don't even think they're going to make it a big part of her character. I don't think it's going to be like this huge like obvious thing. Oh, this person that it's not going to mention any times. I think she's just going to be she's deaf and like it's okay. That's fine. Well, that's fine. the way it should Which be. It should be like it's not like oh you're different. No, it just, exactly. you just happen to be person. So now deaf. and now like all these deaf. There's because yeah. there's, there's like one in twenty people are apparently like some right. level of deaf in right. the world and. Cool. And no, like, and it's not and represented like, and well. Have, and and a, we haven't a had a superhero before that's ever been with that, have yeah. we? I mean, I'm not sure I know of any. And again, she's also ge- she's also a character that's been uh, gender swapped. Okay. Um, she was a Good. dude in the comic, white random white dude in the comics, and uh, uh, sick of those random white dudes. Her, in comics. She's kind of like a. <laughs> she's also like too a, many random white. She's dudes. like an inspiration for like a Hermes, Chad and Cooper. Yeah, like a Hermes in Greek yeah. mythology. Who, which is a little bit weird now that they changed the gender because Hermes right. is like a dude, but so is Ix, and Ix is a female in this as well so it doesn't really matter uh, and then and basically her thing is like she's really smart as well she designs transportation oh like so she like maybe always helped with like human advancements in that area basically, does she build roads too just like she built the roads so all roads lead to rome because d- of her make sure yeah. the stop signs work and the and stop this, signs you know, like, work. there should be a right turn lane only yeah. here is that part of what she does mm-hmm. no right turn and finally lane the last one i need to mention is sierra mist I mean Sprite. Sprite. Oh my! I've been God. holding on to that joke for twenty minutes, man. Sprite's interesting. Sprite. <laughs> Sprite's like Sprite's almost like a Loki. I love that you think we went I like I'm not me, even yeah. acknowledging. I'm not, I'm not even giving you the time it's of so day. It's so great. It's awesome. With, like, I, that's my jokes. favorite. It's great. Sierra, does Sierra Mist even exist anymore? Uh, I don't know. That's why I picked Sierra Mist because I don't think it. I don't think it. You know. Now I want a damn Sprite. Thanks for that. Um, I'll buy you one on the way home. Sure. Cool. Uh, and basically, like Sprite kind of gets described a lot as like a trickster. He kind of gives off like Loki vibes. Well, I, I say he; it's a female in this, but Sprite has been a both male and female in the comics, depending okay. on the story run. Um, but he's like he's like a twelve year. He's like a he's an eternal as well, but he's forever like eleven years old or like twelve years. She's forever like twelve years old. Oh, she's stuck. Well, in, that's she, the problem with this character so because they only make these movies every couple exactly, years. Exactly. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. Well, a lot of uh, CGI but she, coming. But she gets treated as like a child, like a child by the other ones, which pisses her off. I would because I, again, she's yeah. the same age. Right. She literally was born at the same time. I'm not she just a little happens kid, to be stuck man. in the body of a kid. Okay. And uh, basically, her powers are because she able she's able to create illusions. Um, she even even in one of the comics that I, what I was talking about, where like they lose their powers, one of it is due to uh, something that she does. Jerk. Like that causes them to and that's lose why their, she got their memories. She got grounded after that. And and they basically she said um for, she said I think she could be a lot bigger character. Apparently she has a good friendship with like Cersei. She's like super clever, um big trickster. So like yeah, I think that'll be an, I think she might end up being like a like you're stronger than you appear type character okay. that like ends up like holding their own and like stepping up to the table. All right. So, and then there's the villain. Which is Who is played by George from Dunkirk. 
Uh, yeah, Barry. Uh, very, could very, Barry could go in. I very, think very, I very, it. and he was. He in, looks like he, a villain, and he was in Chernobyl. He was in Chernobyl. He was as in well. Chernobyl. Yeah. So he's very talented young he's actor. He's got a very villain face. Very tail. He's a very talented young actor. Yeah. This guy is going to be playing bad guys the rest of his, his life. Less of his career. He's going to get typecast never, immediately. He is like going to take over. Like you know, when, what's his face from uh, from Die Hard, and there was also in yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the the Harry Potter movies. That guy. He's going to have to. Yeah, he's going to have to play a young Voldemort. <laughs> Or oh young Darth Vader. Oh no, we already have somebody doing that. But, but yeah, yeah, his his main powers are again. He's he's an Eternal as well. Uh, he disagrees with how the Eternals interact with humanity, though. He believes that they're like superior, and we should and be because in charge. He's like, why? Well, he's like, he doesn't even believe that humanity deserves to advance. He believes that, which is why I think in the trailer we see him in like that weird camp sort of thing, with like these weird like kind of like culty looking clothes. Like he's in a cult. It looks like. Or like or it's a cult that might be like worshiping him, and like they're really primitive looking. They're in like log cabins. They're in like overalls and like really like minimal clothes, like minimalistic clothing. So he kind of thinks that like humans should be kept at a level where they don't have all these like technology and all this like things to make their life better. That they just need to be like subjugated and ruled over. And okay. his powers are you even see it in the trailer with like he can use the cosmic energy to control people's minds. Oh, okay. So he's kind of like a Scarlet Witchy type. Like, more, like, magic Or an evil Dr. X. Yeah, kind of. Professor. Excuse me. Professor And X. he's going to probably be working with, like, the... Because, again, I think we're going to have, like, three villains in this. I think we're <laughs> going to have, like... He's going to be, like, the main villain, I think. But there's also going to be, like, he's working with the deviants, I think. And okay. we're going to get some deviant characters. I saw a good theory on Twitter, maybe, that because, like, some of these characters are so, like, steeped in, like, But the mythology, deviants are not, like... They're just kind of a race of, like... They're they're they're, they're going to be like they're the going to be mostly CGI. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a lot of CGI characters. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. intelligent monsters. They're not just like, they're not the stupid character, stupid monsters that Thanos has. Yeah, they're not like sniveling. They're like, they're not in the comics at least. They might be in this, right? But I saw a good theory on Twitter that maybe that because like all these characters are basically like in our minds, we adapted them to be either gods of our different mythologies or different, like, heroes from our different mythologies. So maybe the Deviants, who are also kind of, like, from part of the same thing, are many of the different monsters that are created in these different mythologies. So maybe they're, like, a Chimera. Or maybe it's, like, a, a Hellhound. Or the Minotaur. So all these different, like, actual, like, real, like, like monsters that exist in different right. mythologies around the world are actually just the Deviants. And, like, they're part of our collective conscience, but we've, we've framed them in a different light. Or like, okay. the, or the universe. So I think that'd be cool if they went with that. So if we see like different like mytholo- mythology beasts, but they're the deviants. Like I think that'd be cool. Right. Otherwise, like if we get to the, I think we can get to the actual like bit of the trailer now. The trailer's not too long, so there's not yeah, a lot. Only to a couple break minutes. Down. Right. Right. But we see like again, we start off when the, with like the what seems to be the first time the Eternals ever show up to Earth, and they're on this very barren coast with a very primitive looking humans. Right. Uh, like hunter-gatherer level, it seems like. And it's very similar to... I just heard some music. <laughs> I, I'm playing the trailer. I'm watching the trailer as we discuss it. Oh, okay. But yeah, you obviously, like, we were talking about it earlier, but it's very, yeah, like, we see, 21... Right, it's got... It's, I'm obviously, they're not apes, yeah. but they're definitely that, many, many thousands of yeah, years exactly. ago. And even this that, is the dawn of humanity. Yeah. And, like, and obviously some hikes giving, like, a voiceover about, like, guiding humans through, like, yes. all of the history, which that's kind of just what this is. And uh, even, like, David's even seen of, I think it's... um. I don't know who's, which character is, but they're handing um, one of the humans, like, a knife. Yes. And I literally saw a picture on Twitter, which is the knife is the exact design of some, like, arch- like, like a artifact 
from Mesopotamia. Oh, that was like, sound. Exactly. Oh, like, so they're they're, they're like, basic. They're trying to tie it in like X Men yeah, movies exactly. can in the history. And oh, actually, speaking of X Men, there's a weird. There's a weird, there's a lot of weird links with. Well, they said that a lot of the things I've been seeing this. that they're going to say that this might be how they're going to introduce. So, th- so the reason that the, they, they explain is that why like there's all these powers and stuff and mutants and different and people are able to because they are offspring of mutants. No, not that. Not that at all. Basically, what the Celestials apparently have done is they put, uh, or even maybe the Eternals did it, um, they put dormant genes in, oh, okay. in humans. Which that would basically, that which would under make high sure stress that we're, scenarios, right. under high stress, which is why like when you look at like the actual characters with powers like in the MCU, okay. most of them, it's actually like, a really good example is like during Deadpool. Remember during Deadpool when they're like making people into mutants? When right. they're like doing all these like torture Right, that's the theory. That you're right, trying right. to like make the, uh, the gene like right. Well, the idea out. too would be oh, the dormant genes eventually that the dormant genes would come active over time. Yeah. So genes that aren't active for thousands of years in or a lineage like high stress scenario, would eventually like puberty, start to come instance, out, which like, would mean, which would help explain, that might help explain how they're going to, you know, explain this. So the basically X-Men. the theory is kind of just... The X-Men are going to be... I think this is how they're going to explain the X-Men, honestly, in the universe, is that the X-Men are going to be people that the gene activates naturally. Okay. But the reason why Steve Rogers, for instance... And it's random. Yeah. But also, like, like the reason why, like, Steve Rogers, for instance, is able to survive getting, like, basically blasted with radiation, which is why he, how he gets his powers, is because the dormant genes in his cells actually activated and allowed him to become super so strength. That and the or super the reason serum. that Hulk becomes, like, well, get what he is is because he has the cells in his system that, that allow him to, like, be activated. So, right. like, they're all kind of the same thing, but they're so different. So, even though, even though... So, mutants are natural. David well, Banner is like, not a yeah. mutant. He might have mu- some... And there's obviously some exceptions. Dormant mutant yeah. genes. And there's obviously some exceptions, like magic separate from anything. Right. And like, yeah, because that's not mutant. Like, exactly. That and technology. And obviously, sense. there's a lot of people that just have yeah. technology and shit. Yeah, right. But, or the, you know, the stuff but basically with, with the difference Dr. Between Strange, like, you know, that's controlled. But basically, I think they're going to explain it that... Uh, stuff. That, like, mutants are two sides of the same... The mutants and other superpower people who don't... Or aren't, who aren't mutants are two sides of the same coin. Where mutants are natural, where like they, they just were through puberty or the stress of puberty or just through like life in general and evolution, right. they get these powers right. and their their cells activate and allow them to do this. Well, people like Captain America and Hulk and there was there was an soldier, external there was external uh, stressors in, in, in force, yes activated them. Well, that's the theory of psychology exactly. too. That some of it is nurturing, some of it is nature. Exactly right. So, so that's kind of interesting that. with that, but I think that I think this is a weird influence to like maybe Okay. I'm not saying we're gonna get a Wolverine cameo, which is like but something I heard someone say in a breakdown trailer <laughs> I was watching. No. But like I think we're gonna get reference. Like I think this will be the first movie that we get direct reference to right. the concept of mutants. Right. Like yes. Oh, I did see news. Well, I just remembered it. We're like an hour and a half. We're an hour and a half in. I forgot about the stupid Spider-Man one. What Spider-Man? Well, we'll finish it right before we go. Okay, cool. Uh, We're we're at about ninety minutes, so I don't know where you are with how much more you want to talk about. If you want to wrap this up, but I I think so. But like, uh, let me try to look see what I got written down here. Another cool thing is that there's one scene where like there's this big room that seems to be on the ship. Which is just full of like all these different artifacts, like right. from different eras of history. And so I'm sure like, someone showed them all down and figured out. Yeah. They all so like, there's literally like a statue called like the Chimera of like 
Arizo, I think well, it's called. They, which they, is like, so they have an like ancient these... ba- in the trailer. They're clearly an ancient Babylon. Yeah, yeah I'll get to the... that as well. Okay, because but... we saw the gates of Ishtar, which we've seen the gates of Ishtar. We've seen the gates of Ishtar in a museum in Berlin. Yeah, but and also like in the, the back. If you look further back in the background, you also see like the the hanging gates of Babylon. Right. Because I think that city is Babylon from Mesopotamia. It is. It's definitely Mesopotamia. It the, definitely the, is because those are the gates of exactly. Ishtar. Exactly. And the gate and the. The hanging uh, gardens of Babylon are like one of the seven wonders of like the ancient world that no they, longer exist. They no longer exist. I think yeah. the only one that survived were kind of the pyramids, if I remember correctly. Or, uh, or there's one of those weird like. Well, I think the things. I think the Wall of China is in there. I think that's no, but there's like, there's a couple different levels because like I think the Wall of China is still in like our modern one, but there's also an ancient one of okay. ones that don't really exist. Well, anymore. there was a statue that supposedly that went over the, the Gibraltar Strait, and there's also like, like the like, crazy the, like the Library of Alexandria is like one which got burned, right. obviously, or like the big lighthouse of Alexandria. Which is obviously like right. was destroyed in an earthquake. I think if I remember correctly. Right, but there's stuff like that. But in that in that room that we see, like we see uh, actually, uh, what's her name? I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, Makari. She's doing like speed reading through like an old book. It looks like she's like literally like flipping the pages real fast. And like that's obviously your speed factor, like being able to read quickly as well. Right. Um, but it's just full of sort all sorts of like different artifacts. There's literally like a, like a chimera statue. There's like a, an Egyptian ankh. Which is like that, uh, you know, like Doctor Fate from like DC, like right. his symbol. Like that's what that is. Oh, okay. Uh, there's like a VR headset, so it's like it's all it's like medieval armor, which is probably like hinting to the appearance of Black Knight later in the movie. There's like a Roman eagle staff that was like used to be carried at like the Senate. It literally has like the Roman like in Latin like the the Senate. And there's even like the funniest thing is just like a little chalice. Which looks like exactly like the design of like the Holy Grail from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Like oh, okay. it's literally like a wooden chalice with like a little bit of like gold on the inside. Right. Like just like the chalice was like. Yeah, because that was it always literally the, looks the exact same. I always, like, it I always loved like, that about Indiana Jones that they did their research to find out that most people that, that is the theory luscious, what the Holy Grail yeah, exactly. is. The Holy Grail is not like this. Where would Jesus of Nazareth, a poor carpenter, got the eighteen carat gold we, we chalice? Ordered it on Amazon Prime yeah. and had it all drone fly it to yeah. Jerusalem. So no, I was so, like that. So I didn't. I did not catch that because, to be mm-hmm. honest, I watched the trailer, but I didn't watch it and do the breakdown that you did. So yeah. Uh, and then also we got. Uh, let's see what else we got. But I think the weird that we've seen a little bit of their powers in action. And basically, when their powers are activated, we get to see like these kind of like geometric circles and like shapes. Yeah, it kind of reminds you of some of the shit of you Doctor see Strange. when you see the Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah. Which again, I think it's kind of magic-y, and I think everything is kind of like it's kind of like the theory of like within it that everything is science. And like it just we, what we don't understand is magic. So like well, even no, even Doctor Strange's right, right. thing and Doctor Sci- Strange is that still it, some it, really really advanced all, science that we, it, that we don't we, understand. It's sciences we don't understand exactly. So if you saw somebody flying a plane in 1630, yeah. you would say, "Oh my God, it's magic!" Because yeah, really you're not going to understand. You're like, not going to understand how technology Doctor works. Strange's like yes. and that are actually like really similar looking to an extent. Although Doctor Strange's, I think it would be cool if like they tie them together, like they're almost the same thing. But like. Almost like the the Eternals ones look almost more simple. Like they're doing it easier than Doctor Strange, which is like obviously like really big and super complex. Whereas like the Eternals have like these really lighter. It's not as bright. Right. Um, they're a little bit more simple. It seems like they're able to do it easier. Where like Doctor Strange has to cast all these ruins and like p- force all this energy into it because. He probably doesn't have as much energy to like build these cosmic elements as these guys do, which they can just easily. Well, I'm sure they'll it. tell us how this works. Yeah, but like I just think it's cool that they all have basically like even if when they're using their different powers, they all have these little geometric lights. Like even mm-hmm. like when what's her name is using water. Um, yeah, we saw her like, like she, we, we see her like transmutating a tree. We see her transmutating right. dirt. Uh, we even see like when um, 
uh, like Kumail Najani, like is, atta- is fighting that one monster, which we don't really get a good look at, but we're assuming is a deviant right. at one point in the trailer. Like he has little bits on his hand, so like it's it's it's, it's staying consistent that even though they're doing different things, like it comes from the same like uh, energy source almost. Okay. And also, I want to talk about the director, Chloe Zhao, who like has just been getting like all the actors are just heaping praise. Like so, like I like this movie like has got to live up to what the these people are talking about. Yeah, Spygy's been heaping praise on this woman. Right. Um. She just was. She's the first woman of color to win an Oscar for best director. I saw that. Yeah. And for her, the movie she did, which is like basically set in like, uh, like the Great Depression, essentially. Like she edited it, she directed it, and she wrote it, and she well, got nomi- I mean, and she got nominees to the Oscars for all three. And that's my point. And she, like all, for the, and she won one for the, for the people director. that are the people that are critical of these films and think that you know. Things like these podcasts are are wasting your time. I'm like, no, I think that there's a, this is there's a this is not just a like she's super talented. This is this is some of the best people, the most creative minds, creating this stuff. It's and it's and it's amazing. And there's clearly uh, an interest in it. And I like the fact that Marvel. Um, I like Marvel when they take the indie guys. That's what Taika Waititi was to an extent. Not like a. He wasn't right. like a, no, an Oscar baity, which she's kind of like more of like an Oscar baity indie type, right? Who is doing like really like deeply personal but stories. Clearly, which she, I hope she's able to take a lot of that nuance that she's able to apply to those stories I, I, and apply it to this and really clearly interesting she, concept. She didn't take the job because she needs the money or something. Exactly. She took the job because she likes the project. So I mean, yeah, because well, again, she I jumped from see. like really independent films that she was like kind of producing herself. And like low budgets to a two hundred million dollar Marvel come in, movie. She's so gonna come and clearly do this and, she has a good yeah. vision for this. I would hope. Well, I, and, well yeah, well, I think there's a lot of expectations. And like again, the way that this the is actors and actresses are talking about it, because yeah. even some of the actors and actresses are people that said like they never really thought they'd do a Marvel movie, like Angelina Jolie. But like Angelina Jolie's, but like the script itself is just so good and like so deep and like personal. Apparently, that like it just all these people are just immediately. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I'm on. hoping that that you know like that, get out of the there's floor. high expectations yeah. for this. Like unlike Guardians. Of the galaxy that most of us went in not really even knowing what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like some people knew the comics, but we knew it was based on a comic. We knew it was more of a sci-fi. I love stuff like this. It was a more of a sci-fi people. bend on things. Because yeah. there was a point yeah. where I was not interested in Eternals movie because I didn't know what they were, and because there's other characters that I know a little bit more better that are like the X Men, for instance. And like, yeah, why didn't like they Her- do a movie? Like, why did they spend some money doing this? But and Hercules I, I, and Nova, right. like all these characters that are like really popular that are more a little more popular than the Eternals that I know that I've been like wanting for years. I, and I, and I but think now so that it, I've looked into yeah. it, I'm like, this is goes potential. This like, has a lot of potential, it's and it like ties into stuff. a lot of the Marvel universe that we already know about. Exactly. So it's not completely standalone. Like out of the four movies that are and coming it, out, this and if year, and if these guys are walking around in, in this like this life that they're leading now. It would explain why they did not get involved for the last ten exactly. years. I think they're going to wake up. And that, like that's got to be like. There's got to be like. I'm sure they were sitting around a table saying, "Okay, why didn't none of these people show up mm-hmm. during the blip? And what happened to them during the?" Well, blip? I think there's a good chance that some of these characters were actually blipped that yeah. we're going to see. Like well, yeah, they said, would, this is pretty immediately. Yeah. They also said that this is pretty immediately after. Endgame as well, like it's within the months after Endgame. So we don't know if the blip's pretty close. So like, it has anything to do with why them, they like maybe they, got blipped? They came back because their the memories come back because of, we don't know. I mean, it's, I yeah, because they've been tying the blip into a lot of things. They, they've yeah. been tying the blip into a lot of shit. Yeah, recently, I mean, I so. and I don't. I'm just threw that out there because like the blip was a big part of Wandavision. It was a big part of the. Yeah. Spider-Man, not far from home. It was a big part of it was a and it's not like well everything's of, back to normal guys. Yeah, exactly, you know, let's go back to work time. It was a pretty decent like, part of uh, it, Captain America. You find out you were dead for five years and you come back and you're like, yeah, maybe I don't want to work at Starbucks anymore. Maybe <laughs> some, maybe I've got my. That's going to be a a mental different. Um, you know, everybody's going to react to that response yeah. to that. You know, or you find out that your wife remarried and has a different child, a child with a new husband after five years. Yeah. Like it, it's it would be earth shattering 
talking to yeah. every single person on the planet. Um, it's not all just the positive stuff that we see in Endgame. It's yeah. it's going to be more, much, much more of the randomness of the marching band reappearing in the gym floor. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be that that we see in film. Yeah, uh, so, you know so, that your your daughter grew up without you without you around, exactly. or the other way around, or some variation of those things. All right, theory time for me. Yes, uh, my guess of what's going to happen in this movie is. Because there's a kind of like a weird cutoff you when you look at when you think of mythology, okay, in like uh the like kind of around like like BC when BC ends and we switch to AD, yes, um, like mythology started guys to like die out for more like modernish religions, uh, but the, the, the big like extensive well, with Christianity, and, exactly Christianity, yeah. and like Muslim, Muslimism, and, uh, yeah. and Judaism, and all these yeah. kind of different religions, Hinduism, right. all these right. things. Um, so like all those like like but like all their classical mythologies. And, and like to Egyptian be clear, there's and, there's a lot of Muslims in the world, but there there's, exactly there's nobody that's still really left that worships Greek gods, Greek gods or Nordic gods or right. or the the old gods of like uh, well South America. South a lot America, of it, a lot of like, it that is because of things like the Inquisition. Yeah, yeah exactly. like the, some of it is not accidental. It's not because they phased out. Yeah, like yeah, we we like this religion better. Oh no, they burned the village and, down. Like crusades, colonial and colonialism, and all this. Let's kind take of the stuff, wall, like, the gate of Ishtar, back to Germany. But I think there's going to be in the trailer we see a, a picture of like a. There's a lot of really good landscape shots in this trailer, by the way. It's a beautifully shot, like no, it's really one of those landscape shot movies. Like, but just in general, this movie is a, okay. seems to be really well shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but basically, like we see like a volcano going off, and we see like these different bright lights going off in the volcano. So, and I think that in the old times, we're, they're going to be a lot more public, and like to right. the point where like where the people where humans see them every once in a while. Like we even see them getting bowed to in front of the gates of Ishtar. Right. Um, at one point, maybe because they're having pretty subfrequent fights with deviants. Right. And maybe like at well, one point they're And they fight, really don't need to protect with, Earth as exactly. much as be, that's where they start they're, they're to protect, fade away. They're protecting deviants from because again they don't interfere with human interference. Like they don't interfere with humans on humans. Right. But they maybe but they do interfere potentially with when the deviants are, which are they're meant to protect Well they have to show from, up and they protect the Earth. Exactly. Right. So that's why we kind of get that Avengers moment with five of them in front of like the debates of Ishtar because they're kind of like the more of the defender types of the right. of the Eternals that are protecting. Like they seem and to if be the deviants go away be, for ten thousand yeah, years, they look to be per- protecting. What do they do for ten thousand years? Right. Or it also seems like uh, like that the volcano is like it seems to be older times. First off, so that maybe that's like Pompeii or something, or maybe that's uh, a, a, a civilization that was destroyed by the volcano and of their fight with the deviants. Led to like an entire civilization being destroyed by the volcano. Oh, so like and Pompeii so or... so it's like a tragedy, for instance. Right. And because of like their because because all the humans and the casualties that were put in their fights, maybe they've been their memories have gone for like two thousand years, which is why mythology faded away because it's been so far removed. You stop seeing these like gods in the eyes of humanity. Well, I mean that, that were goes protecting you that were fighting that, these monsters. And that goes back like again. I I mentioned there's that Cedric episode where they talk about that. That's what happened to that happened that the, the Greek gods were real and they all just got really really mm-hmm. old and they just started to die and people and they only survived in that episode of Star Trek. Those gods died because people worshipped them. Obviously, that's not what Eternals is. That's but, a little bit of a but, Percy Jackson as well. Yeah, like, like, there's where, one god called like Pan and Percy Jackson, right. which is like the god of the god of the wild and right. basically there was so little le- god, wild left 
like by the but those by characters the books, fade that away. The character faded away because like there yeah. was so little of his domain left. Right, and there was so and that's where and their energy comes from. Anymore. And so if, they, it's like if they require that energy, the consciousness that's, that, that's, of like the, of, so that that's a theory. The that's a theory that if Greek gods were real creatures that visited the earth, aliens or whatever it might yeah. be, that that's part of the reason why they they, they just got really old, and then as as mm-hmm. other things came along, they just kind of faded away. Exactly. Uh, or or just got in their spaceship and left. Yeah, out of the four mo- uh, Marvel you know, movies that are coming out this year, Black Widow, this, Shang-Chi, Spider-Man, like, which I'm like, really excited for all they're of them. All gonna be they're, they're all going to well, be They're huge. all going to be huge. Well, they're all going to make a billion dollars, first Yeah, up, they're all going to... Because, first of all, no, their timing is great. Everybody wants to go to the movies. Everybody and, wants to go to the movies. And now this is almost the best thing that could have happened for Marvel. Like, if you were going to get, like, sick and tired of Marvel, right. which, like, and, like, the superhero fatigue, which you, has been talked about for well, six they, years it, and right. has never happened. And then you got this um, long break by accident. You know, And now nobody, people just want MCU. Yes. Like, yeah, like, we missed it. Like and and it was like we didn't even have anything new, and yeah. I, and it wasn't even like these movies were ready and they've been sitting on a shelf. Yeah. These guys, well, and except I Black Widow, I wouldn't have but everything I else said was this a year ago. Right. But like I'm most excited for Eternals. Okay, like I like I'm I'm like I'm really excited for Black Widow. She deserves her own movie. About about time, honestly, she got one. She's one of the more popular characters. Shang Chi looks very interesting. Yeah, I just don't know. Enough it's about very it. different. I think it's one of those things where I don't. I'm sure we'll do more. I think we're gonna like them all, but I think you're right. I and think Spider Man, like I like Spider Man, but again, like the Eternals thing, look, a really unique story that yep. links with mythology and history. Yep, really good cast, really good director. Like right. I have my most hopes and like, right. my most. I think it's gonna be one of my favorite movies, really, in the okay. Marvel. I really, I'm getting really good. Well, we better wrap it up because we're an hour and forty five minutes. Oh, it's wow. a pretty long one. Uh, we hopefully uh, you made it to the end and you've learned a lot about Eternals. I think it was a very good, uh, this nice my, job. This is my teacher mode. You really, man, you were you I'm really went to mode. you took me to school. In and now teacher I'm going to remember mode. this for the rest of history for uh, no and reason. I will not have forgotten it because no, you did no. Seriously, I think that you broke this down for us quite well, and and um, and you didn't go into crazy. Well, I was theories just like I was or, just like going you know, nuts, and I'm like, you know, if, I, if I'm going to like go look into this, I might as well like. And I found it really interesting, so I'm like, you know what? I'm no, and this go, literally, like, we decided yesterday. Productive with it, we decided like, yesterday that this was going to be with the podcast. Because I was literally just looking at it. I wasn't even thinking about like talking about it. Super. I was just yeah. looking at it to like give some basic yes. level information when because we were just going to do. No, we didn't, and we we knew that both the topics weren't going to take. We were going to do how we've done like previous trailers, which is literally just we talked about it for like maybe five. But this is something very different because it's not a, it's not a. Well, it's not book widow. It's not we don't know the characters. I mean, the whole thing is something that's you know. But I just kept, I just kept uh, digging and digging and kept finding interesting stuff about each of the characters and like the lore and the mutant thing. So I'm like, you know, we got to talk about this for a while. because it's super interesting. I know next week we got some challenges in terms of finding a taping time because my schedule got majorly changed next week. So. We might be off a week. We might be off a week. If not, um, we'll if try not, to, we'll make at least two. We'll have to. The week yeah, after we might have to do something different next week to try to get to ourselves make up, cut up for it. So thanks for uh, watching this episode of Next of Kin. Please make sure you're following us on our Twitter and our Facebook page. Please send us some messages. We'd like to hear what yeah. you're thinking. And I'd like to thank uh, my son Christian. I'm ex. I'm externally grateful. I've been your professor for today. All right. Young Andrew Lenz. 
It's me, Andrew Lance from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... Beyonce!